All right, the mics are hot. Uh, the bladders are empty. We're Love ready to it. go again. This, this mic is hot. <laughs> um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Bob Bridges again. Um, this is The Visit. Um, V-I-Z-I-T. You know how we do. Yeah, we're um, uh, Sitting down, having a conversation with my boy Frank. My Tesla tech. Um, uh, Mr. Unfortunately for me, Mr. Tesla, uh, you know, I'll see you as, as Frank, the wheel guy at some point. Once we, once we get down the road a little bit, maybe, maybe when you fix all the, maybe when you fix all my fucking wheel rash, Uh, they call call me wheel Jesus. I feel (laughs) wheel Jesus. Exactly. I feel like such, uh, God, I feel really bad every time now that i know that you're a wheel guy mm-hmm. every time you look at my wheels i'm think i'm i'm gonna feel what so kind of, ashamed what, what kind of what kind of news are you gonna hear when i come around oh, i mean we can God. do whatever you want with them but you put them ugly caps over them you're not even gonna see it hey man those they, are mileage right now those are mileage. they are they are they right, are let's not get off into a tesla <laughs> <laughs> uh, um the other dude next to me um or across from me is tommy um Tommy and Frank go back two decades or more. Yeah, let's just say like basically we were born together. Yeah. And separated um, at birth somehow. Yeah, and they and they, they, they typically walk down the street holding hands as I understand. Skipping. Use our hands Skipping. around each other's pants. Yeah. Um <laughs> all sticky you see, yeah. Hey, how you yeah, doing? Yeah, hey, um, how you doing? I like Chucks. I like guns. <laughs> which was really which was really awkward because when, when Tommy come walking up, I went shake his hand, he reached toward my crotch and I said, No, yeah. no, no, yeah, I don't no, you yeah, know, yeah, I yeah. shake hands like a regular yeah, yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, Wow, this is soft. What's going on? Yeah, exactly. Uh you're not used to that. Yeah, I'm sure. Um so, um, uh, so the guys were explaining to me sort of their background, and they were friends when they were younger, and later on in life got in business together, um, and then um, uh, went through a, a bumpy patch, and then um, not our, us. our like not our friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, their their business life. Just went life. A, I think life in general went through happened. a bumpy patch, and and uh, they both have interesting stories outside of business. And um, and uh, I'm actually gonna sort of direct my attention towards Tommy because I know the least of mo- uh, the least about him. So give me um give me uh, the origins the the Tommy origin story. So I guess uh, to start, uh, I'm 34 years old. Okay. Uh, I was born and raised in St. Louis. Uh, was a uh, descendant of uh, Ferguson, Berkeley, Missouri. Okay. Um, North County. Oh, yeah. It's dangerous out there. Uh, so I come from a, a decently large family. Uh, my dad, uh, my dad's a truck driver. He drives a, he drove a dump truck forever and he drives a concrete truck and bitches about it every day. Uh, and then, you know, my mom, she's uh, she is a cook at a school. She manages a school. She's done that her whole life. Um, but, uh, yeah, but pretty pretty basic, you know, childhood up until the uh, insanity started to happen. Pretty, uh, pretty typical American story. Uh, well, you know, um, you know, my dad uh, kind of lived the... Uh, how do I say? The, he lived the rock star lifestyle. The, oh no, uh, kidding! The uh, the the hot rods, the drugs, the women, the rock and roll. He was a okay. musician. He still is. He's a, a drummer. Uh, uh, he but, still works that life out. 
Yeah, to a degree. Yeah, he's Best he's a very good drummer, and uh, and and you know back in the nineties and and uh, you know the eighties and nineties. Well, he grew up. He's a product of the seventies. So okay, you know, uh, everything from Led Zeppelin, you know. Stuff like that, you know. Everybody wanted to be Robert Plant, and Jimmy Page, and sure. uh, you have the big hair too. Yeah, uh, yeah, he'd still have it if he had enough <laughs> of it. Uh, hey, we'll leave that alone right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but he, but so he, um, you know, to, to kind of just give a short background, his his dad, my biological grandfather, died when my dad was uh, about ten years old. My dad's one of four, um, and it left my grandma to raise. My dad and his three brothers, and uh, she did a really, really good job. Um, Excellent. Yeah, he got sick, and uh, he 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 kind of overworked himself. He uh, he worked for Reynolds Aluminum, and then he uh, my my biological grandfather. He worked for Reynolds Aluminum from seven to three, and then he had a construction business. Um, so he would when he'd get off work from Reynolds, he'd go around and, and check on his construction business. Oh no, kidding! And then and then after that, he would go play music. He was a musician. Uh, so your dad got it honest, huh? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, my dad actually, believe it or not, and and not being biased, my dad's a very good, he's an extremely good drummer. At the at the genre of music that he plays, he's a very good drummer. Uh, I didn't pick a lick of that up. Oh, um, man. I wish I had any musical talent, period. Yeah, and, and you know, the funny <laughs> thing is, he's, uh, the funny thing is, is like, the guy's, like, he almost doesn't have any confidence in himself in anything but when he gets behind a drum set he's in his he's just in, he's his, in his own, own. And, yeah. and if and you, you know i say this that me and my sister kind of ruined his chance because like you know if he'd have moved to like la or something he probably would have made it because <laughs> back then there was no youtube there yeah. was no, you know, there was nothing like that. So you then had to be there. Everybody learned how to play off. off well, what I mean was that there was nobody. You had to go to L.A. or New yeah, York you had to, to, to be get in a that record place. deal, right. to, to get a to band, to get noticed. Yeah. So, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, but you know, he was into other things and, and hot rods, and you know, uh, he kind of was a rambunctious kid, if you will, and always into trouble, and uh, you know, mm. so he kind of, you know, got himself off into some different stuff, and and. Kind of had had to take a trip out of town for a while and uh, let you know heat cool off, and he, he moved to Texas, and uh, and then my and my sister came about, and then uh, and then so they moved back here. When my sister, I got a sister that's uh, two, I think one or two years older than me, and uh, and I, that sounds horrible. We probably I just probably know how old she is. She's gonna but, she's gonna be super pissed when she hears this. Yeah, probably. <laughs> nothing, nothing new. Yeah, nothing new. Yeah, she's probably pissed at me anyway. It's residual, she's known, she's residual being pissed life, off. So yeah. yeah, she's known me her whole life. She, she knows I'm a piece of shit from, you know, from ground, ground floor. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, um, so, yeah, so, so, but then, you know, then my mom and dad were married, and, uh, and I think my dad kind of, uh, you know, took the, the lifestyle of, of playing rock and roll a little too much. And, uh, and because back then, you know, he, he was in a band called Diamondback, and they were a big local band, and they played, you know, places like Cadillac Jacks. I don't, you know, you probably don't even know yeah, what that is, but that was a big local biker bar. The one down off uh, Rock he Road. He goes off the Rock Road. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And and but they they play there, and they, you know, back then the local bar scene, the live bands, you know, that was like Wait, the thing. Rock music was big back then, and they were a pretty good. They were a pretty good band, um, 
And so they had a pretty good following, and but he played every weekend. So that takes a toll, you know, on a, on a marriage, you know, when you're out oh, every weekend and you got girls around. And, uh, you know, uh, I always say, you know, he probably did it too. He just didn't get caught. But my mom, uh, you know, they, they had a really... They had some rocky patches. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and rightfully so. And, and my mom met somebody and, and it was the, the, the marriage was already over, but you know, but she, she got remarried to my stepdad and, uh, and that was really kind of a tough thing. Cause at that point I was about 10 years old. And, uh, so then it went from like, you know, not really seeing my dad already, you know, because he's always playing music. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and now that I'm older, he worked all the time and then he played yeah, music well, yeah, the rest he, yeah, of the time. Yeah. Right? So he, yeah. He, and, and he, Unfortunately, I think he got a lot of his. I, I got a lot of my work ethic from my dad, and sure. my dad got a lot of it from his dad and, and my uncle Jimmy, and my uncle Terry, and my, and my uncle Danny, which passed away. They all, you know, they all got their work ethic. I mean, we all hardworking generation yeah, of people exactly, in general. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And um, so he was very passionate about playing music, and he, and to this day he is. Um, again, and I think if he would have been somewhere. You know, if it had been today's age, you know, maybe he would have got somewhere. But, yeah, it just didn't happen. But uh, he's very successful in his own right, and he's living just fine. And oh, know, I'm sure. Yeah, he's very frugal, and he's probably got more money than he knows what to do right. with. But he's He likes to say things suck sometimes. Yeah, but yeah, but he it's knows like deep down he's doing his, his worst, you know, I don't even know, like, how to explain it. Like, it's just a problem because he's got to do something. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm going to put new tires on my truck. Ugh. What kind of tires am I going to have to get? You know? Ugh. You know what I mean? It's like, ugh, the first world problems. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, you know, so, um, so yeah. So then, you know, he, he stayed in the house in Ferguson. We had this tiny house. I mean, we didn't have much. Is money. he still there now? No, 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 no. Okay. No, after... Uh, I'd say about ten years ago he moved. We we, we moved out to Troy, um, and and he's he, we built a new house out there, and and he's been there ever since. And uh, yeah, I think that was not. I mean, it was within a year or so after. I think we all started. Yeah, honest, yeah, really, yeah. really starting to hang out. So uh, so then my mom got remarried and moved over to uh, Florissant. Uh, my dad stayed in Ferguson. We had this tiny two bedroom house that my uncle Danny owned and uh kind of gave to my dad when he came back from texas so he had a place to stay and 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 uh, my uncle danny always looked out for my dad yeah and uh and so uh so yeah so long story short they got divorced and then it was kind of like i kind of stayed with my mom most of the time um and so i kind of you know i don't want to say i rebelled a little bit but um i definitely probably living in that neighborhood over there in ferguson at a very young age, I was, I, I seen things that I probably shouldn't have seen at such a young age. So I know that St. Louis has went through evolutions where, you know, the cultural dynamic or, or you know, things, things have changed in certain parts of St. Louis. Shifted pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, I know Ferguson now is, you know, pretty poor, mostly It's the shithole now that it was yeah, I mean, 30 years ago. And, I mean, let's but the, I, call spade. So, I mean, is is that the environment that you grew up in then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I basically, I kind of basically grew up on the Berkeley, Kenlock, Ferguson, like, border. So yeah, I kind of, like, grew up right on the, the I, I grew up right off of Airport Road. 
Yeah. And so you could go two blocks this way. It was it was Berkeley. Two blocks this way. It was Kimlock. So, so what was what was the problems in that neighborhood? Uh, then? I mean, you know, dude. At the end of the day, like, and and I know people like nowadays. You know, you've got this. The world has got such a racial divide. Sure. Um, but back then, you know, I, I guess you could say it was predominantly a black neighborhood, but there was there was white people there too. I mean, yeah. obviously, I was there. But at the end of the day, dude, none of us had fucking money. You know what I mean? Right. So it was like, what did it make a fucking difference that I was white or you were black? Or, like, I don't ever remember race being a fucking issue because, you know, it just wasn't. It was like, I, I've got the same. These are our neighbors. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and again, and, and so, like, I kind of grew up that way. It, it, like, my dad always taught me to just don't judge a book by its cover. Judge someone off of how they treat you. Yeah. And, and treat somebody how you want to be treated. That's so, good philosophy. So, yeah, and it was never like, oh, this person's a black person or that's a Chinese person or you're white, so you got to stick with white people. It was just like... So, but, it, and race aside, um, that area was rough then or was oh, yeah. it yeah, sort it, of okay? Was, or like, no, did it, you have to a, see drugs yeah, being was dealt, a, heard gunshots and poor, that sort of thing? It, yeah, it was, you know, to the extent that maybe it is right now, maybe not... I mean, it's it's definitely like, you know, we call it Afghanistan because, it, I mean, it's it's rough, you know. But um, no, it was a it was a poor neighborhood. So you've got things that relate with poor neighborhoods. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got drugs. You've got, you know, things that just again, it, it became the line of ethics. You know, was like just kept getting moved up. A little crazy. Well, because it was like when when. When you're young, when you're eight, nine years old, and you're old enough to kind of, I don't want to say understand things, but you're old enough to... to Start interpreting things for yourself. Well, yeah. You're wondering, you're, like, why does this person do that? Or why is, you know... Well, what? it becomes normal. So somebody... Oh, yeah. You know, somebody yeah. that... Because you don't know. Kind of a bit institutionalized. Yeah. yeah. For me, being not much further up in Florissant, why is this person coming over to this person's house and they're not so-and-so's mom or dad but well, they're there all the time like what, well like, and then you know and then in that era you're, you're talking i was born in 1986 so uh you're talking the early 90s to mid 90s yeah crack was in you know from the 80s the 70s and 80s and the 90s crack was like the drug of choice yeah and crack and cocaine and that's you know that's kind of what you did you either did that or you know, these guys were you're either a crackhead selling selling dope, or you're you're you know stealing or doing something. And what what age did you guys move away from there? Uh, well, my dad, my dad stayed there. He so stayed there. I always went back. My dad moved out of there probably about 2008, 2009. That's when he went to Troy. Yeah, did, yeah, yeah, from there. Yeah. So yeah. as like your teenage year, like at what point did so, you yeah, leave? So yeah, so I so I kind of. So, like I said, I had friends from that neighborhood. Yeah. So, it was like I always went back or I always kept in touch or, or, you know, whatever. And so, like, I would go visit my dad on the weekends or whatever. And I, you know, I would be, I never really left the neighborhood. And then I went to my mom's, you know, which was over in Florissant, which wasn't very far from Ferguson. Right. Um, but you, at that point in time, Florissant was kind of a little more blue collar. Um, you know, it, it, it wasn't as, as you know, I don't want to say run down, but... You know, it gets a bad name. I think Florissant at this point. was definitely, and it even still is, is 
there's a, there still is a lot of diversity in force and since you know the hardest part for us to say like since we grew up there it's, it's like oh it's so bad it's like okay you know maybe there are some things that have changed but it's like that was home like yeah yeah that was still where we yeah, grew still, up still like, when i still hit got when friends. i hit 270 in west florissant like I feel like I'm home. There, there's yeah. a sense of like comfort that comes with yeah, me. Yeah, it's there. weird. And like, the cyclery used to my, be right off the corner there. Yeah. Like, you know, you go around and, and now it's a Midas or something like that, but Foot Locker used to be on the corner. Yeah, like, now, yeah. It's that like shit's some, all gone now. Yeah. So. Well, it's, it's, you know, I don't want to get off track, but yeah. so, yeah. yeah, so, so, yeah, so like, you know, again, things that might seem so insane or so like, oh, that's crazy that you've seen that, to me, was normal. There's some, yeah, I so, get it. you know, it was like, I remember, and I don't know if it was just my personality or, or what, but there was some older guys in the neighborhood and they kind of showed me kind of how to have a heart and kind of how to have heart and kind of have how to stand on your own two feet and like, you know, don't let somebody take advantage of you and like you got to stand up for yourself and, and, and things like that. But they were also cooking crack in the in the in the kitchen so they're they're ethical crack dealers yeah they were yeah definitely yeah no they were morals yeah no for sure and and you know the funny thing is is that they did yeah and and like and i think it was just the fact that like i think given a different set of circumstances they wouldn't be doing what they're doing of course not but but this is all they have to survive and and that's the part that sucks is the fact that like you know but 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 see that when you're kind of in, you know, so the drugs come from, you know, Cuba and shit like that. You know what I mean? The, the cartel and stuff brings that stuff. And it comes over from over there. Most of the time it comes over pure. Okay. Now, by time it gets, you know, seven layers down, it's been chopped up, stretched. You know, you, you ever you heard the term? You know, it's like 35 grams, and it'll jump over. So that way, when they they break it down into a, a, a water base, you know, it should it should be over 35 grams. I'm I'm white boy from small town America. I have no <laughs> fucking idea what you're talking. That's about. what I'm saying. And like, and and it's been so long. I just like I said, you know, there's a story. There's some stuff I remember. Some and I shouldn't know that. You well, know what I mean? yeah, that's I mean, especially at that age. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And and the fa- and like. I just remember seeing stuff. You like get to that. high school and the teacher's like, "How the fuck do you know chemistry so good?" You know, well, that, I was horrible at school, but but the, the funny thing is, is that like that's that right there probably set me straighter than anything in my life because of the fact that like I seen what the what the negative side of that. Oh yeah, you know, and going to jail and so dying. you learned what not to do. Yeah, and it was like okay. You know, I could either sell dope and live this life, or I could try and do something else. Yeah. And and it's like it's kind of a it's kind of a rabbit hole because yeah, it's a way to make money. When what was the first thing you found that that you're super interested in that that kept you pulled you away from the the cars cars? Yeah, my dad always had muscle cars and stuff, and uh, and and that's one thing that I I stayed close with my my dad always had muscle cars and to this day he does uh it's yeah. like the one thing that, that we have in common right off the bat is that with our dads like yeah they weren't into nothing else and unfortunately i don't say unfortunately but luckily you know some of our you know we have siblings obviously some of them did or didn't yeah you know, my, like i've talked before my brother wasn't as into him but like that's the one thing that stuck with our dad so it's like 
Even though we really enjoyed it, that's the one thing that just trumped everything. And sometimes it wasn't good. Like, I don't, I know, we never went to a baseball game. We never went to a hockey yeah, game. No. Like, me, we went to monster trucks, but never with my dad. Yeah. Like, it wasn't his shit. Like, that was not what he was into. Yeah, so. I mean, my dad, my dad would take us if, you know, if my dad was fucking some chick that got him free tickets to a football <laughs> game, we would go. You know yeah. what I mean? So it, it was stuff like that. But, but like, but yeah, so like, you know, it was, it was like, I always had that. As a kid, because my, you know, I, as a kid, as a boy, you know, you look up to your dad. What, what was what was the choice muscle cars that you remember? Uh, man, dude, my dad's a big Chrysler guy, um, but mm. but on on at the end of the day, my dad's a, a car guy. He loves cars, and it's like as as a, he's a diehard Mopar guy, but like, but you know, when I was growing up, it was you know he taught me everything. I could tell you about a Camaro, a Chevelle, a Nova, uh, uh, a Corvette, uh, you know, a Mustang, you know, a Buick, a GS. You know, the list goes. I could tell you about all that shit. I probably couldn't tell you a goddamn thing about history, but I yeah. could tell you everything about a muscle car from you know those eras. Um, and our, our dads were the kind of guys that were like, oh, the, the taillights on a 63, yeah. there's only two, and on a, on a 64, there's three, and a Biscayne's got two, yeah. and a, a yeah. Impala's got three. Like, Yeah, like my dad taught me the difference. Oh, look, there's a 57. Well, how do you know it's 57? Oh, it's got the fins. fins. On it, yeah, you know? exactly. And like that's the shit our dads taught us. You know yeah. what I mean? Actually, I learned the 57, the fin thing from him. Yeah. I learned, my dad was, uh, my dad would tinker with the cars. You know, he'd change spark plugs, oil, do brakes, and he put a carburetor on but he wasn't like you know he was more into the music but you know the cars was his life but he was more into driving and you know doing burnouts and, and racing and shit doing stupid shit breaking shit versus where Frank's dad was like Einstein when it come to you know doing you know stuff like that and Frank is like I, look if we're on a deserted island and we're stuck I just need Frank He'll get me off of it. He'll figure out some way to take a coconut and make it into a gasoline burning engine and get us out, out of. But he'll perfect it before we fucking leave for three fucking days. And I'm like, just fucking go. Just turn it on. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm thirsty. I need a burger that, already. But Tommy's the one that'll haggle to get that coconut from the monkey that's hoarding it. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll get the coconut. Just here, fucking fix it. So do something with it. So those. yeah. So like, uh, you know. So so we kind of you know. In in Frank took a lot of that from his dad where I got a lot of my dad's kind of got uh, I've got my dad's personality and I got my mom's heart you know so and I think he's kind of almost the, the same way where he's got his mom's personality but he's got his you know the mechanics side of his dad he's yeah. he's got and 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 that's like you know so so we're, we're kind of like the yin and the yang and, the, and like I'm the bad cop he's the good cop you know yeah. what I mean? I'm gonna kick you in the dick, and you know he, Frank's gonna be like, "Look, just just tell <laughs> us what we need to know." Means. You know, and, and I'm gonna <laughs> so I'm gonna lie on the police report where he's gonna tell the truth. You know, but leave out the fact that I kicked him right in the dick. You know, so you know it, it's uh that's kind of where me and him click. You know, and and it it was so so and I'm kind of getting to that point. So growing up, I kind of just there was a different way of life that I seen. Um, and the cars was always my passion, but nobody else really around me was kind of into that. So like, I kind of grew up with a rougher bunch of guys. Um, you know, it's like, I remember riding around in stolen cars when I was like 13, you know, from, 
some guys I knew in the neighborhood and you know like they thought they were like the Einstein of criminals and in a way they kind of were but like they they would like in the winter time they'd go around and you know people would leave this was back before remote starts was a real big thing and and uh you know people would leave their cars running they'd steal the oh, car Jesus so they'd steal the car and uh, I mean these, these guys are fucking hoodlums and you know we were all again it was it was an era of we, we were all lost kids I, I don't you know these were my friends and it just was what it was but uh, and I knew it was wrong and I never got involved in that but I definitely remember riding around with stolen cars but they, what they would do so we had this we had this uh, retirement home up the street from the house right so they'd go up and they'd kind of they kind of plot it out okay so one was a white camry i'll, I'll never forget it today so it was a white camry so they go up to the to the thing and they would go okay there's a white camry so there's a white camry there's a silver you know taurus there's a, a a blue toyota you know uh and and then they would go out and kind of plot where these cars are in the neighborhood and then they would go out and try and find wait for them to 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 start the car yeah. and leave it running. So, so, and, and so they would get the car, and then what they would do is they would go up to the retirement home, and they would swap the plates. So they would take <laughs> the plates off of the car from the retirement home and put it on the, the car that they were driving because you're, they're looking for a, a, a blue yeah, Toyota course. Camry. And, and the plates, by time that, you know, it would take, sometimes it would take four, six, eight months for, for these people these old people, because they, they hardly ever drove. Yeah. And, and so the, uh, the chances of them getting pulled over, and, and you see what I mean? So it was kind of clever. Yeah. It was kind of clever. Can't, they were, can't, can't argue with the yeah, fact that it's so thought it, out. It was, can't, it was, can't, can't, can't knock the hustle. But, you know, at the same time, I was like, this is probably a bad fucking idea. And somehow, <laughs> somehow, I, I, it was like, okay, we're going to go break into this place. And I was like, all right, I'm going home. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But it was like, I, I somehow knew, somehow I was involved. But you, were, never, you were able to walk up to the edge, but then say, nah, I'm yeah, going to go over here I instead. Yeah, I think I'm going to walk away. Yeah, and, and that's kind of like, I think that that kind of, like I said, growing up in that neighborhood was kind of like, look, there's wrong and there's right. And just because it's wrong doesn't make it right. And that's kind of how I always, you know, tr- I tried to be, don't get me wrong, I definitely got involved you know i sold weed and shit to make money and stuff but never never on a level of like illinois does it now it's okay yeah it's cool yeah yeah <laughs> for sure yeah he was part of that yeah That's how we got yeah it. yeah like well yeah you know what it is but so you know it was it was like again it was like enough to like okay well i was 15 years old i couldn't really get a job but i needed a car so it was like Okay, well, there's, there's one over there. Yeah, well, no, it, no, <laughs> no, no, I'm fucking with you. No, I would, I would, I sold enough weed to get five, six hundred bucks and bought a car. Yeah, and then you know, then sold enough weed to to, I mean, to get the just, wheels I needed well, to, then, to get the then, car running and licensed, and that way I could go get a job. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it was like, and hey man, yeah, I mean, change that car up a little to make more to sell it. Yeah, then then it was like the okay, and then and so it's like I've always like pretty much since I was a sixteen. I've always had like at least two or three cars at once. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, so it was just kind of, so, so yeah, but then I, then I kind of grew up and then it was, you know, then I went to school and it just, dude, school was just never my thing, you know? And, and, uh, we both went to McClure North and I was a grade. You were, you would have been oh four oh five. Yeah. Oh four. If yeah, I graduated. I was, yeah. Yeah. I was oh six. So yeah. So we were a couple of years apart. Uh, <laughs> the one thing I always remember 
through high school though is like we had a good we had a we still do we got a pretty good group of guys, oh yeah we know? yeah we're very and fortunate. we had one he was like the little bro- he was a little brother but he was like our little brother yeah Sean <laughs> shithead him and him and Tommy were shitheads man they were they were oh, PICs yeah. for sure oh yeah yeah PIC was my partner in crime yeah. so so Sean so so me Frank let's get up to let's get yeah. up to that though. so uh, so yeah so anyway so we got you know. I, I, I kind of hung out with a little bit different of a crowd, a um, little bit rougher of a crowd, I sure. guess you could say. Um, and the funny thing is, was like, so so I had a buddy Tony that lived up the street, and he was kind of like your jock of jocks, if you if you would say. But like I grew up with Tony, but uh, but he was he was a big dude and uh, and he played football and he was really good. So he you know when I he I was always friends with him and he he played football. And so I kind of hung out with all like the football players and stuff like that, and uh, in high school and stuff. And and uh, it, it, them, none of them guys were really into cars. Like they liked cars, but it was like they just liked a cool car to drive around in, not like hot rods and stuff like me. Right. Yeah. So uh, so I never really had anybody to really kind of you know do the car stuff with. Uh, but you know, in high school, it just kind of was what it was, and I did my own thing, and and I didn't really know a whole lot about cars i wanted to so you said you didn't graduate at what grade did you leave i think it would have been soft freshman i I never like i know i went through ninth grade but like i did dude i it was like i was a ghost because i never went to school okay never went to school i went to i went so north county tech yeah. Uh, I went to North County Tech, and and I and and uh, North County Tech was like a, a trade school. Yeah. Uh, so went there for like you know you could do like ninth and tenth grade you could do like this exploratory thing where you would go in and like you'd do small engine repair and construction and like you would kind of they would put you in a couple different classes and you could kind of you know See go you go a year or two and and say and then the eleventh and twelfth you could either do the the auto body you know or mechanic or the construction. You know what I mean? So they kind of give you a couple, you know, a year or two to maybe kind of even figure, figure out, out what you're good at. Yeah, yeah, right. figure out right. what you like, or you know, I like the construction, but I want to do the auto body stuff. And you do the auto body stuff, and well, I really like it, but I want to try being a mechanic. And then, you know, so you do the mechanic thing, and then you go, oh well, I really like the auto body out of the three. So it's a good program. Yeah, oh, it, it was if, if, if it worked. If you're, but uns- dude, if you're uncertain, it's it's a great starter program because it gives you the options of everything. Yeah, I but went there a few years. The problem with tech was like you had a lot of kids a there. Fucking that, zoo. Yeah, like there was no real structure, and dude, and this is class, and the, like so, everybody just fucks off. And so like, the idea was great, but the execution was not so horrible much. Horrible because yeah. it was literally it was like all the degenerates. Okay, because you all everybody if, went. If you there. needed credits to do something, you went to tech. Yeah, and tech <laughs> yeah. also offered where you could like actually do high school there like also so a lot of people that wanted to do that they would go and do their and dude like you know the the, the grading system was way different like they, they they allowed so much trash that but i mean it was a way for people to dude like i'm pretty and, sure instead of, instead of the seven point scale and the 10 point scale is maybe yeah. the 20 point scale right, right. <laughs> I, back back then back then i think it was just I don't want to deal with this fucking kid anymore. Right. He passed. You know yeah, what I mean? Fucking, I hate to say that that happens, but I Dude, think that happened. it happened. I guarantee you it happened. Yeah. Because I know for a fact it happened. Because it happened to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, dude, I never did I never did an ounce of homework. Dude, half the time I didn't show up to school and so, they didn't call home. As, as I understand, um, you've reached a certain level of success now. At what point did you 
you said cars pulled you away from the negative culture and pulled so, you towards more positive. When did you find your career? That's kind of where Frank came into the picture. So, so we kind of came. So I had a buddy Ken. And, and when I was when I was a lot younger, I was into you know we talked earlier. I was into and I was into BMX riding bikes. You know Excellent. back then yeah. everybody did. Yeah. And Ken had a bike, and and I just knew him from the neighborhood, and uh, and we were you know friends when we were kids. But then you know you kind of grow up, and he you know he kind of hung out with a different you know crowd he, of he people. He was like an emo kid, you know. Yeah, I oh, mean really? he, yeah. he hung out with a different crowd of people. And if yeah, if you meet him now and think. Like no way. Yeah, that's not him. But dude, we all. I mean, when you're 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, you don't fucking know. And uh, so, you know, kind of lost connection with him once I kind of started running around. You know, in high school, it was like parties and fighting and girls, and you know, that was literally it. We'd go to a party, we'd fight, and then there would be girls. It was literally how it was. So it was like that was high school. So, uh, so yeah. So we, you know, after after. So I, I got a job um, because I would literally not go to school, uh, but but I had got a job. My uh, my stepdad used to take his car up to this little shop, um, and they'd get their cars worked on. It's a little family garage, you know, uh, up in Florida, and uh, you know he kind of knew the guy that owned it, and you know the guy gave me a job, you know, sweeping floors and and uh, taking the trash out, and uh, that was kind of like, you know, that was kind of like my. You know, I, I knew that was my opportunity, okay? Because mm-hmm. I didn't want to wash dishes. I didn't want to go work at McDonald's. I, like, that wasn't. I wasn't going to fucking do that because that wasn't where I was going in life. So I needed an opportunity to learn the car stuff because I knew I wasn't going to go to school. I, I knew that I wasn't going to be a lawyer or a doctor. You, you, at that age, were you spending all your time thinking about cars anyway? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. You know, um, uh, but you know, again, you know, when you're 15, 16 years old and you're in high school. You know, there's a lot of other stuff on your mind, and at that point, dude, I, I you know, it had been a, it, it, my mom and dad getting a divorce was real messy. Um, they didn't get along, um, you know, and my dad kind of, uh, you know, he kind of went little off the deep end with the with the partying and, and the music stuff, and and it kind of, you know, it, it kind of unfortunately, me and my sister kind of were kind of pushed off to the side he definitely was around but not around as much as he could have been um but again dude he was young and and you know i don't i don't hold it against him you know what i mean i i think at the time i did but now i don't um we actually i I get along with my dad really well i talk to him every day i mean was that was that your deal too frank like before you got in the car like did you find yourself like i know it was a family business yeah, was it? The, the, did you did you fall into it naturally because it was a family business, or did did I, you I, genuinely have an interest? Where... I think I think I genuinely did. I mean, I, it was such a young age. I was seven or eight when I really started, you know, playing around in our shop, and you know, I, there was always a car over in the corner. And I talked about this last time, but well, I don't was, want to cut you off, but yeah, I, th- yeah, I think it's important up. to say, and and he he hasn't said it. There's a pretty large age gap between him and his dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, my dad was forty six when he had me. And his, oh wow! His, yeah, his my dad mom was thirty. His dad was a nom. Um and I think that definitely took his toll. And his dad comes from a different era from my yeah. dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, they're the same in a lot of ways, but but different the things that you can get emotionally out of my dad are second to none. I mean, there's not, you know, and he'd probably kick me in the butt for saying this, but like some shit as simple as reading for my dad was. Like hard, like he he wasn't good at it. And but he's a 
he, when he I say he's attack, an intelligent he, guy, he's common Frank, sense. Like Frank is the smartest guy I know, and he, he can say whatever he wants. But like, I'll tell you right now, like Frank doesn't know a damn thing about that computer and and that you know that the gadgets. that mixing board that's yeah. right in front of you. But I can tell you right now, if there was something wrong with it, he would find a way to fix it. And and he's he's just that guy. And and if it, something went wrong, he wants to know why it went wrong. And he can't just fix it. He just he's got to know why it went wrong. And that's a level of intelligence that like is is to me is you know you can keep that book smart stuff because it, there's a place in the world for it but you know it goes back to the passion yeah but but anyway go back to what you were saying no I was just saying like, but you know but for him it's like you know we find out for most of these you know war heroes as most of us and our you know the kids would want to call their grandparents their parents you know they they don't want to talk about a lot of stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. the emotional and, like, the, the stuff deep down. I, there there was some serious, serious, you know, physical things, I think, that went on with in, in his childhood. Yeah. And maybe physical not so much in, like, being hurt or anything like that, but, like, that weren't there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, emotional and physical. And... You know, my dad wasn't huggy, touchy, feely. You know, it it wasn't. Man, it was, was like, oh, what are you crying for? Don't be a little bitch. You know, kind so, of shit. You know. So cars, cars gave you guys an opportunity Car, to bond, right? Cars was an outlet. I mean, for him, that I kind of, I guess at a young age, I, I noticed that like if it wasn't cars, like you weren't really getting food. You know what I mean? Not 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 <laughs> not literally, but like you weren't getting that knowledge. You weren't getting that education. So it, it, I was I loved I loved playing with shit with my hands. You know, and 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 fixing things and and whatnot and. I remember one of the first things I ever did growing up when we got our property in the far- at our farm, which was probably eight or nine years old. My, me and my stepmom, we used to go to these auctions, like farm auctions, and they'd have like used old chainsaws and 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 uh, trolling motors, you know, for boats. And we actually used to go in and I would tear them all down. I'd tear three trolling motors down and make one that worked, or take three chainsaws apart and make one that that worked flawlessly. And, and I think a lot of it yeah, started Frank's with doing that. that as a childhood, and I'm learning how to stretch crack. <laughs> yeah. Stack bricks. Yeah. It's fine. But I don't know. It's why we've always said, you know, as a team or even as a, as a group of really close friends, we all kind of have our attributes, you know, and, and things that we... There, there's a reason everybody's in this thing together, you know, and everybody's got a little something we can feed off of each other on. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it was... Luckily, it was one of those things that... I was able to latch onto as a kid, then it worked, you know, and it stuck. But for us, like for me growing up in the shop, it was fun. It was great. It worked out well. But at the end of the day, you know, we were in Jennings. You know, we talked about that before. And you know, you know buy yeah, buy us The oh, we used to have crackheads that walked by. We're, we we'd me be and in Frank the shop working and just randos. Like, me and Frank was down there one day. We, we used to have the key. The, the shop was right at Jennings Station Road in seventy. Mm-hmm. And if anybody knows that area, it's it was <laughs> it's bad pretty when I was rough. A kid. Is, we would be down there, and we were down there one day, and uh, it was just me and Frank down there. We'd go down there and work on our own shit or whatever, tinker around in the shop. When his dad, this was, you know, we were we were yeah, still we punk were still kids, 17, 18, 18, 20 yeah. years old, somewhere in that ballpark. But anyway, we were down there, and uh, <laughs> we were, the shop was all, his dad wasn't working out of it anymore. And uh, this this building was, what was it like? Uh, it's like 160, 120 feet long. Dude, it was huge. It was the old Southwestern Bell Maintenance Facility. It was such oh, a wow. So back when it was Southwest, it Sounds was... Sounds like a solid building. Right. They, it the had floor, porcelain brick 
on the inside of it. The walls were porcelain yeah. bricks, like porcelain cinder blocks. I, wow. I've never yeah, seen it. Ridiculous. I've never seen it until then, and I've never seen it again. But it was it was a cool. It was an old building, but it was cool. It, it, but it was kind of like walking into a time warp because his dad had all these old cars, and uh, it, it was just it was a cool it was a cool old, place. Old but, style uh, tools, old alignment machines. That oh nobody, yeah, yeah. It was nobody had seen in twenty years. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. Stuff he was still using to work on cars. Yeah. Well, the, the problem with I think Frank's dad was that he never. He, I think he kind of lost his passion for it once he got older, and he kind of like didn't want to get with the times and didn't want to. You know, well, I, I think mean, he just didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, you know I, I mean? I've been doing what I've been doing for 20 years, and I'm going to continue doing it because I'm good at it, and I, have, yeah. I, I I bring a lot of value to my clients, so that's where I can make the most amount of money. But I can certainly say that there's a certain aspect oh, of my job. Oh, did you get out? There's a certain aspect of my job that I'm ready to move on from. You well, know, the, I think, the, I think the nuts and bolts happened. guy. Your dad got the farm. Yeah. And then I think that that's kind of where he, he's not he's not out of the game. He still misses working and you know, but it's like you said, he, he misses doing the things that he wants to do yeah. on cars. Yep. Well know? it's it's funny because you can kind of see the difference from in my dad and your dad, now that they're older. Um they they've kind of come full circle. And right. they're they're, they're kinda, starting to appreciate a lot more weird shit that they never did yeah, before. And and, and yeah. they don't realize they're starting to appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think, which is odd, but I think life is catching up to them, right. and, yeah. and they've they've lived a good life. But you know, yeah. I, I think psychologically, when you get older, you start to you know. I, I've never so my dad passed, so I was raised by my grandparents. Oh, okay. Um, my I don't know who my biological dad was. Um, my biological mom lost me to my grandparents when I was sixteen months old, and um. And my the person that I know as dad was in fact my granddad. He passed away when I was seventeen. Oh wow! Um, I personally have never been that guy to just take uh, shit for granted. Oh yeah. I mean, just never was um, because of losing him at such a young age. And I, you know, um, there's pictures of him here. Um, of your biological dad? No, I don't know who he is. He still oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, dude, right there, me with the red shirt. That's that's my dad there. Um, there's a couple of there's a couple other ones up there. Um, and it's interesting how, you know, I could see how that older generation, you know, they had shit to take care of. And, oh yeah, and, dude. And that was priority one, um, because our life's so easy. Like my the loss of my dad put shit in perspective for me right away. I've never for one second not appreciated being a dad. I've never, you know, for one second, like, take for granted even being here right oh, now, yeah. hanging out with you guys. And it's it's weird to watch people who have... But being been, a father being a father now, could you, you know, it's like, how could you not want to be there for your kid? Yeah, no, I've a, I was always an all-in dad. And I've never... And I did work a lot, um, you know, sole provider for the family most of the time. And um, and so I did the things I had to do, and sometimes things went long. But, you know, I always managed to make it to the ball games. Like, I coached oh, both yeah. my kids through soccer. Um, I did the hard stuff. And um, my kids are just now actually getting to know me as a person. Right. Right. Um, which is a really interesting thing. My daughter's 22. My son's 18. I can see really... Really having a good time with that. But now that yeah. you're now that you're older, do you have any want to track down your biological father? 
Um, you know, that question is always going to be there. Um, but it's for me, it's a defining person, part of my personality. So I just sort of more embrace that than worry about chasing that down. Uh, if I if think, I I think had, in my mind, I would, I would want to know, like, why? If I had, well... It could be an yeah, if for yeah, his. Dad. It could have been a one night stand for that's all I know. It could know. be an if for him. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's um, what I'm saying. So, it's like you know, do you do you track that down or do you just let it be? For me, because, for I me personally, I let it be. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm, I'm, I'm it, it could cause more turmoil. I'm a yeah. first. Not even that. I'm a first generation bridges. I define everything about what the bridges name means. Whereas you know, and if I were to find out who my biological is. Maybe he adds value. Maybe he doesn't at all. I was going to say, it could take it away. It could, yeah. I mean, it could, for some reason, yeah, change and, you to and do like, what you're giving everybody. The, the, right I, my last name is Richardson, and, and uh, with that being a very popular name, none of my cousins have kids. Uh, none of my cousins have boys. Uh, I've got a daughter. I've, I've only got one. I've got a stepson. Uh, and, uh, but, I mean, obviously, he doesn't have my last name. Yeah. But my daughter is, you know... And I don't plan on having any more. So it's like, and I don't think my sister's going to have, you know, kids I've, anytime soon. I feel exceptionally blessed to to have both a daughter and a son. I get, I got the best of both worlds. Yeah. You know, the the name will move forward, um, and um, I I still have the 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 wonderment and appreciation of having a daughter too. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a blessed guy. Yeah, um, and and I, dude, I want grandkids and shit like. You know, it's like I told my daughter, I'm like, I want grandkids. You know, she's 10. I'm like, but. You know, oh, damn. She, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like. You, I'm might like wanna, you might want to save that conversation for another 10 no, years. No, no, no. Like, not like, I'm not like, I'm like, oh, you need to get no, no, started no. now. No, no, no like, yeah. no. I'm like, look, you know, we, we were she, we were just having a conversation. We were just on vacation. There, there's some, there are some women, dude, that they want careers. Right. Well, it's, we were, well, and 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 we, my daughter said something. We were talking about something of what she she wants to do when she gets older or something. And I don't even know how it came up. And I said, she said something about yeah, uh, something about something she wanted to do, and about and I was like, well, I was like, aren't you going to get married or you know, at some point? And I think she said something about getting married or something at some point. And I, I said, you know. I was like, well, I hope you do. And, I, you know, I was like, she's like, I was like, I hope you do. And I hope you have kids. And, you know, I was like, she's like, oh, you want kids, want grandkids? I was like, yeah, I want grandkids. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I'm thinking, like, not thinking. for a long time, right. yeah, you know, yeah. but, you know, but yeah. Like, We're talking the future here. But yeah, like, you know, and it, it's it, that I think that's kind of me and him is we always look so far into the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're always kind of trying to think of that next step. And and uh, I think that's a lot of of. You know, as as in many ways that we're alike, we're different in a lot of ways. But uh, but yeah, but getting back to what we were saying earlier, it was kind of like the cars is kind of what brought us. That seems to be a common thread. I mean, especially with car guys. Oh yeah. You know, like with me and skateboarding, um, there's a there's a whole brotherhood when it comes to skateboarding. Oh yeah. You know, there's the DGK guys, the dirty ghetto kids. There's the <laughs> the, the preppy kids. There's but the thing is, is when we're when we're on a board, we're all family. Yeah, for sure. Um, for and I, sure. that's really I I consider my myself a car guy in in terms of I really like cars and I like I like you fucking I, love them. I I do yeah. love cars. That's, yeah, that's the difference. That's where yeah. I'm at like too. Like I'm a like I've, I've even got a Mustang tattoo. We're actually covering it up, but shouldn't be doing that. Well, we're yeah, it's got one. 
Bobby's got to finish finish that up. But uh, different Bobby. Yeah, different Bobby. <laughs> not not this Bobby. <laughs> totally my, different character. Although my, <laughs> well, let me tell you, totally, that's, that's another episode. He, yeah, he's another guy we're gonna have different, to bring on. A little side note: my daughter actually does tattooing. Oh really? Yeah, she's my, she's new at it, so she's not well, really fixing, good. Really but, good friend of mine, Bobby. Uh, he's the one that's done all my tattoos. He is an artist, and when yeah. I say an artist, like there's very few people that are passionate about what they do on a level of like me and him. He is on that level times ten, and and he prides himself on the fact that like he doesn't trace shit. Like he everything that's on me, he he draws on with a sharpie and it freehands and everything. Yeah. And, and he's just he's very good at what he does some and people are gifted with the line man dude yeah. he dude he, like drawing and painting and like dude I mean it, it took me a while it's still even taking me because he's he's a new, this other this other Bobby guy he's 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 kind of he's new in my life you know as being a good friend of Tommy's and uh, you know it's taken me a little while to get used to it you know I, I, he's a wild character I, not, not him as a cat not him as a person I just mean like his the way he goes about his art, you know, yeah, and there was no, a little yeah. bit of controversy there that I just didn't understand, and it it is, man. I mean, and as passionate as he is, he'll he ain't afraid to let you know either, you know, which is a good thing. No, I mean, he's dude, he's a he's a real good dude. But like, if you were to see him, you know, most people's first, he's got tattoos on his face, you know, he's covered in tattoos. But yeah. like, people judge that right off the bat. Yeah. You know, he's like got gold teeth and like. You know, but he, dude, he's a, he's a phenomenal dad. He's a hard worker. Like he's, he's, you know, he's married, you know, his kids are his life. You know, he's passionate about what he does. Like, but you know, yeah. And and that's the part that sucks is people will judge somebody right off. Well, I mean, that's, that's a defense mechanism, right? That goes, that's built into us all the way back. You know, that's centuries worth of, of, you know, coding and, and, And sort of Pavlovian dog shit, you know. You know, dude, that kind of goes back to what I was saying, though. My dad kind of always taught me from a young age of like, hey, just, just, we're all human. Some of, yeah, some of it's just built into our genetics, not not our genetics individually, but built into what it is to be a living thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and no, I get and survival, it's, it's and survival mechanism, sensory, like diagnostics, like yeah. And in a way, you have to tell yourself, like, whoa, dial it back. You I'm know? kind of a, ra- yeah. I feel like to me, I'm kind of a rare species in that fact because I, I literally don't judge right off the bat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I kind of can get a judge of character pretty quick. And you know, it's either I click with you right off the bat or it's like eh, I don't, you know it just is what it is yeah you know but uh but yeah kind of getting back to what we were saying was like you know like yeah the cars are kind of what connected us but uh but he had went off to college and we kind of knew each other in high school but not yeah. really you know we didn't really hang out or anything we more or less started hearing about each other before we ever actually got to like hang out hang out and do so yeah so then so. after after high school was over i i had got a well, i had got a job at that at that little shop and uh, I was basically sweeping floors and doing tires and bullshit. And uh, and then, you know, it was like, it, it, I kind of was to the point of where I was like, well, uh, I'm not going to continue going to school because I get nothing out of it. And when I didn't go, nobody asked questions. Nobody called. Nobody was like, hey, you weren't at school today. Uh, you know, so, you know, I, I guess it kind of turned into, again, here's the new normal. You yeah. know, so it was like, then... It was like, okay, so I needed more money, so I was like, okay, can I work some more hours? He's like, well, you know, yeah, but we're only open, you know, from this time to this time. So it was like, okay, well, 
that cuts into my school time. So it was like, hey, fuck school. You know, can I work? And he's like, yeah, you can work. You know, in a way, it was kind of shitty for him to like know that this kid's 16, 17 years old. But, you At know, that whatever. Point, he's already a businessman. So, yeah, he, let's I, make some money. I was willing to show up and, and work. And that's what I did. So it was like, I started going, you know, it started going two, three extra days a week. And then next thing you know, it's like, I'm out of school and I'm working full time. And then, uh, so yeah, it just kind of went on from there. And then, and then kind of school was over and uh, he had went off to college and it was kind of a year or two of kind of floating around. You know, I, I, I was, you know, uh, the, the guys I was hanging out with, you know, it was kind of like school was over and, you know, we were, I was growing up and just, I wanted to do more car stuff and that wasn't really their MO. And, and, uh, you know, so I, I kind of drifted away from that. And then, uh, and then, so my, me and my cousin are real close. Uh, so, you know, I hung out with him a lot and, uh, he's, he was always into cars and stuff too. So, uh, so yeah, so I hung out with him a lot. And then, uh, and then I, 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 our, our buddy Ken that we were talking about earlier, uh, he had a Mustang, he was in the cars and uh, he had a Mustang. I ended up buying it from him and, um, you know, we just kind of started hanging out again. And then uh, Frank had came back from school. I think you buying that car from him was kind of like our first iconic, like, oh, Tommy bought it? Yeah. Because I was talking to Ken. I'm like, Tommy, like Tommy Richardson? I'm like, that dude hung out with, like, weird people. Like, he's in the cars. He's like, oh, yeah. Well, dude, yeah, like, the, super like I said, like, the, like the group of guys that I hung out with was, like, not into cars. Like, they were into football and, and sports and fighting, and, fighting and, and partying and girls. Like, it was like you know good dudes but it you know and they've all been successful in their own right yeah um it just we just it was just a different it, you grow up and different life changes and, and uh and yeah and i you know and ken was into cars and it was like i wanted to hang out with more people that were into cars and uh you know ken was a good dude and and you know he's become one of my best friends i mean i've got you know i've got friends and i've got you know these guys are my brothers and uh you know it, no matter what you know, Ken calls me, Scott calls me, Sean calls me, whatever. Sean calls me, I might not answer the phone. <laughs> but he'll do the same thing. I'll let so him go cool. to voicemail because who knows what the fuck he's into. But but if he's in trouble, I'll be there. He's, Sean's the little brother. Uh, he, he's all of our little brothers. Yeah, sure. he's he's a little shit. And, uh, but, you know, it, it it is what it is. But, uh, but yeah, and then we just kind of – he Frank came back from school and um, – yeah, and then just you know, me and Frank sat one night, and we you know we were out hanging out and doing whatever, and then everybody was going home, and and you know Frank's like, well, let's go get something to eat, and then me and Frank just sat down and we went to Waffle House. Yeah, in Frank's Washington, fucking uh, geo, Washington, Washington, <laughs> just slaying puss the whole way. Washington and Lindbergh. Yeah, right on the corner, still there. Yeah. And do we just sat there and like? Do you guys you ever know. go back to the Waffle House for memories? Uh, <laughs> Not for memories. Did we drive by for memories? No, I don't want botulism. <laughs> There's you been some memories made there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't necessarily trust the food. I will anymore. say our one little, our one little brother, our little sh- sh- buddy, Sean, <laughs> the one who's zinging the waffle out in the fucking limber. We, go out to, we finish up eating one night and he's. Obviously not in his right mind, a little intoxicated. Always folds up an entire waffle, and sticks that Joker in his pocket. <laughs> we all get out, walk outside. He gets to the parking lot and pulls for that no thing reason, out, unfolds it, zings it out into Lindbergh, 
like a damn frisbee, and it perfectly zinged out there. It was just everybody. <laughs> Jesus, was just, just yeah, a full shit. waffle. No reason to do this, and like didn't like pre-med, like didn't say he was doing this. Just yeah. stuck it in his pocket. We walked outside, and he just ping, right yeah. in. The, he had, he a had, busy road. He had to see if it would work. Oh, dude, you I had, don't even you like see that shit situation. like that happened so much that it was just like so normal that. Like that that's that's one of the more normal things <laughs> I yeah. think that happened, but uh, but yeah, and then we just kind of you know we all were into the same stuff, and uh, yeah, and then just you know we kind of all started hanging out and it just and then at, at some point who got into wheel repair first? So that was him. So that was me. So after so I'm trying to think when we uh, oh so what got me also into knowing Alex, which is Alex Richardson, which is Tommy's cousin, which is his uncle Jimmy's son. Jimmy was Jimmy and Keith were were they brothers? I know, but I'm saying were they like yeah so, in generation? Yeah, or were they like Jimmy was so my dad was the youngest, Jimmy, Terry, then Danny. So and, Jimmy, they were the next closest in age group. Correct. Your dad and yeah. and, and Jimmy. So yeah. I was working at the chassis shop when I was uh, learning how to weld and do roll cages and basically work on drag cars and shit like that. And while I was there was when I ran into the guy that was. Uh, at that point in time, he would have been my first manager with the wheel place. And he was doing his own thing just recently after leaving the shop that he originally started with, which is the guy that originally owned that franchise. So there was already some controversial stuff going on when I would see that guy while I was doing chassis work. He was using the paint booth to paint wheels. <laughs> so it was, it was it, you know, obviously long story there, but that that's how that dude found out who I was. He was hustling. He was hustling while I was hustling because I wasn't only, I was there to do chassis work. That was it. That's the yeah. reason I got hired. Through a mutual friend of my dad's that knew the owner of the shop. That dude had me doing automotive, mechanic work. Yeah. I was laying up carbon fiber and fiberglass you know, body molds. I was doing AC no work. I mean, he can I do was, it all. I was work. I was pulling motors out. He of even worked on electric cars. You ever heard of a Tesla? Yeah, Tesla. <laughs> what is what is what? How did we get here? What is that Tesla? Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. It's just weird. Right. Electric I think you got car. one in the garage, but I could. Weird. Weird. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear. So we, you know, as time went on, you know, I kind of, you know, we had a situational thing go down there. It moved me into the next part of what I was doing. That got me, you know, kind of working for a guy privately doing uh, like Mustang and Camaro, like more stuff you'd see driving around on the street. You know? Right. Nitrous, superchargers, turbo kits, stuff like that. And in the middle of that, I, I branched over and started doing uh, another transmission shop similar to like the one we had growing up. And halfway through that, that dude from the chassis shop called me and said, hey, you want to do wheels? Went out on a Saturday, went to a dealership. I, 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 I liked it. I thought I was like, you know what? I could probably make some decent money at this in a week. I had to make a call. I did it, and about six months later, I, Tommy was actually working. Yeah, I was I doing construction. You were you were in your second or third construction company. Well, I had worked. I worked originally started working for a company. You were McBride. Called, or? Well, it was called Vantage Homes, and then I uh, remember that. Yeah. So then Vantage turned into Pain, but then at that point in time, uh, or no, Vantage didn't turn into Pain. Or yeah, did it? I don't know. Who gives a fuck? Vantage was still Vantage was owned by McBride. Yeah, um, and then McBride, I think, just did away with Vantage, and then it was all McBride. Same. But uh, the guy that I had worked for quit working for McBride and went to work for Payne, and then brought me over there. But uh, but yeah, I, I did because I, you know, we worked, and then it was the housing market, so it was like you you worked, worked, yeah. worked, and then you got laid off. And then the, f- I, the funny thing is, I worked on a on a house. I did a, a client's house that um, they were some high up executive for McBride. 
you know, <laughs> there was this, a lot this, of them back. This in the is day. this is gonna sound really gnarly, but they weren't using bride labor, or oh, they weren't no, using no, bride labor. It was they, all union. They, yeah, they were no. They were using high end non union labor. Well, yeah, <laughs> high end non union labor. So there were there were the best guys in the business were working on their ten, right, twelve, listen, fifteen thousand square footer. Yeah, no, there was a lot of things. Dude, the construction business is very. Yeah, it's just, well, there there was their stories. I'll, I'll tell you one quick story. So, the, the, so these companies always like, you know, they they, they go with the lowest bidder, right? Sure. So, so there was this guy that he was a painter and he was a dick, and uh, <laughs> and and so they they uh, they were union. So so they were bringing in this other union shop. So you would finish the you know they would contract five six houses out. But in the middle of that, maybe that's when the, the contract was over. But you would still finish the but but the other company was doing the other. You knew ahead of time. So he knew that like, you know, this was like the last second or third house he was, you know, doing. This was gonna be the last houses he was doing for the company. So he went and pissed in all the uh, the paint buckets and all <laughs> So, so they would come back to do the touch-ups like later on, the paint wouldn't match. <laughs> and the paint wouldn't match, and shit would be all <laughs> fucked up, and it would stink, and they just would do shit like that, and, and like he was just a dick like that, and like dude, the guys used to piss in the in the, in the air down vents. the air vents, and yeah. like the they, one guy was what was he? They called him Doctor Pooper. Yeah, he would take he like would take somebody's straw and stick it up his ass and then oh put it back God, in their dude. drink and <laughs> it was yeah shit like that happened all the time on a construction site like it was yeah it, <laughs> that yeah that's a whole nother story but uh but yeah so we uh, yeah he got into doing the wheels and then we got into doing the wheels and uh and that's you know kind of a whole nother story because I think uh, when when you first started had you. You guys hadn't had Bailey. Like, you, I don't think you might uh, she, yet with Bailey. When I started doing wheels, she was probably about six months old. Because I was working oh, okay. so I was yeah. working for Payne That's when, right. when yeah. I had her. Because you guys were over at that condo off yeah. Zimbo. Yeah, yeah, well, when, in that apartment. Right. And, You're referring uh, to your daughter, right? Yeah, yes, my daughter. Yeah, her name's Bailey. Uh, yeah, and then basically from when she was eight months on, you know, I, her mom was into some other things and uh, kind of got off into unfortunate you know some drugs and stuff and uh, kind of wasn't really around and um it was it was it was it was, a, it was, a, it, was a, it was a rough about eight nine years and uh she's she's 10 now and uh so yeah it, it was that was a rough patch for for my daughter and stuff and and uh and for me too you know it's hard to go through that with your kid and then and then uh, i got i met my wife and i've been married for Get it right. Get it right. <laughs> Thirty years, um, you know, and and, and dude, we've had our ups and downs, and and you know, it, it happens. Uh, That's called having a relationship. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, it, it was a point in time where we separated because, you know, uh, you know, work had kind of taken over my life, and and uh, you know, you become a different person when it's just work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it, was a, it was a very internal, you know, decision that they made. For each other, which I mean, I I respect fully to the nth degree because I know that that's tough, and you know to to try and keep things, to try and hold on to a title or a. It's easy to get contra- divorced, right? Right. It's easy to just go in and give up, you know. And, and don't, don't get me wrong. I, I, there was I, definitely points in time where you know you, you, I look back on it and you know again it's just like anything. He was else. persuaded a lot of times 
you know, to make a decision. But you got to do what you got to do at that point. Yeah. You got to make your own decision. My, my, when your gut tells you something, you do it. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think, I think especially today, I think divorce has gotten easy. I, yeah, I think it's the easy, it's the, it's the, it's the easy way out. And and look, no, no relationships are easy. You know what I mean? And and, and nobody's perfect. And have I made mistakes? Yeah, I mean, all these books you got here, I could probably fill them all up with mistakes that I've made. But uh, you know, you just try and live every day and 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 keep moving. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And and kudos to you for for you and your wife for sticking it out through the tough stuff and finding a better better patch of grass afterwards. Yeah, she don't like me, I don't like her, but uh she loves me and I love her. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever works for you, man, for sure. You know, again, dude, it's it's tough and and uh I love her with all my heart. I really do, you know, she's I mean, dude, she, I've never met somebody that's uh that can give me a run for my money in the you know? Oh yeah, and boy does she! I mean, she don't take a, a quarter ounce of shit yeah. from me. I mean, she tells me like it is, and and you know, and I tell her like it is, and and uh, we don't meet in the middle. And uh, I'm right. Found, she's he right. definitely found his better half. Yeah, no, sure. she uh, or other half. However you she, want to put she, um, it. Yen for the young. Yeah, and you know, and and I don't, you know, th- there's that. I I think in and there's this like picture of what people think like a marriage it's or a relationship like, right. and it's like this cookie cutter like oh like jim goes to work as an electrician and mary stays at home and plays with the kids all day that fucking leave it to beaver bullshit yeah right? exactly right. and that shit's like so fucking like unrealistic like yeah, who the, the fuck really does that beaver, you know what i mean the beaver really screwed us yeah. yeah oh be easy on the beef you know what i mean yeah no i i'm sort of uh, I'm unfortunately divorced, and and that's sort of you know it's part of my it's part of my story. Dude, whether, it happens. I mean, whether whether I like it or not, and um, so I had that relationship for a long time, but I've had relationships since then. Right. And what you're saying about like cookie cutter, there is no such thing as cookie cutter. No, there's like no I, I'm I'm in a relationship now that like it doesn't fit any fucking mold that I ever no. thought I would be nope. in, but yet I'm still in it, and I still choose to be in it. Right. Um, as does she, like we, we haven't decided to part ways yet. And it's the most, it's the, it's the most unobvious, um, or, or uh, like the math just doesn't add up, but yet it, the chemistry is still there and the desire is still there. And yeah, so and that's a hundred percent like, that's what it's supposed to be. Like, who's to say what's right and what's wrong? Right. Well, and no yeah, you know what I mean? And, and letting go of our predispositions is sometimes Right. Oh yeah, Hard. dude. No, I mean, I mean, we kind of just went through that. Like, yeah, we're we're fighting this extreme battle that of twelve years of what feels like a waste, but we know internally was something that molded us and 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 is a passion for us now. But we still can't. Well, we just didn't, throw emotion to it when it comes up. We we worked really hard for the for the. So we had a lot of success so, yeah. with our wheel business. So yeah, let's uh, we'll catch the listeners up, and we'll talk about the fact that like you guys work for a company, and, and from what I understand, started off pretty green, but because oh, of more than green, because of because of you guys' work ethic and and just the way you are as individuals, managed to get really good, um, create really good reports with your customers. 
I mean, this is an example right here. Like Frank is in my in my library slash um, uh, gallery right now, sitting at my podcast table, and it all started with a fucking Tesla service call. Yeah, um, all started with a text message. Uh, yeah, all started with a well, text like, message. We're, like we're sitting here doing this podcast right now, and I'm literally I've been texting back and forth with my co- with a couple of my customers, and it's Sunday at eight thirty at night. Right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. But but I'm sitting here doing this, but I'm still responding and. And, and that's what I'm going to do. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, and know. so you guys, you guys grew this clientele and, and some unfortunate things happened and, yeah. and the company fell apart underneath your feet. As yeah, I understand. The, the guy that we worked for, for a long time, uh, he, he tragically passed away. Um, and, and, and then, uh, corporate bought it and it just, th- there was just their directions of the way they wanted to take things and just, uh, the way that you just had a lot of bean counters and a lot of people who just kind of didn't really know what we did and what it took to make this successful. Yeah. Um, they tried Man, to turn happens. it into a suit and tie. World yeah. And, and unfortunately was there just... was, you know, there was a layer in between us and those people um, that I think, you know, I, I don't think that the, excuse me, I don't think that the message was translated correctly sure. um, and created a lot of problems. So you had that middleman, that kind of, you know, kind of, unfortunately, I think things went off the rails. Yeah. They did you guys rails. found yourself in an irreconcilable situation. Yeah. Well, it, it was, it was, you, we had given, we had worked. I mean, literally, you know, that goes back to what I was saying, you know, how. Almost cost you your marriage, right? Uh, uh, it, yeah. And, and him too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, they didn't, not to the extremes of. No, it, it, I had a different situation. The last year and a half I was involved, I actually went into a management position. First time ever. I mean, and I, I was super green. Like, there's again, we can talk about mistakes. There's a lot of stuff we could have done differently. But at the end of the day, a manager's job is to direct the people that are underneath them. Yeah. And, and to, we don't, what was the, the whole analogy? We don't like to just, you don't want to lead. You want to be a leader. Sure. You want to jump in. You want to help. You want to be part of the team. And, and I was big on that. Like, there was not one time that I could even think twice about going home and leaving these guys to themselves. Unless we had like an emergency, or obviously we needed material, and I had to go to the store and get yeah, something. That, that was our as much of it. That was, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. As much of it, it was our passion. Our fault was that we cared too much. We, yeah, it, if it, that if it, that it, is if that's a fault. A thing, yeah, but but it got to the to point say. where it was like literally me and him were working. 14 hours a day, 12 hours a day, every day. He was working fucking weekends. I mean, his well, wife went, was calling me like, I went, what the fuck's, like, is my husband having an affair or something? Like, yeah. you know, because it, and, and dude, it, it got to the point where like almost me and him, like I couldn't even talk to him and he was yeah. my best friend. Right. You know what I mean? And every like, time he called me, it was some fucked up shit on his end and I had fucked up shit going on. Yeah, so, so we'd like, all right, yeah. well, I'll call you back. That couldn't happen. And we, we had no help. Present. We hadn't like, yeah. the, you know, the, the, upper management was no help so yeah so you they weren't seeing what was happening on the ground floor and that was the hard part well it, and it, so so which which one of you guys pulled the plug first i i it was the same week it was the, it was same, the same week, week. I, I i did you guys like did you guys have heart to heart about this like we a lot of it, it did kinda, you, just back and forth bitching i mean in i think fairness, it, i it think was, it was the fact of like i think with him um he just had enough and I think that it was like either this is going to kill me, or I I, I got to walk away Be- because it was it the 
and, and if I told anybody what I was gonna do, I would have never fucking. Yeah, they, 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 uh, he no he way. told me, and and yeah. I think I may have been the only one. Yeah. that you really kind of told. I kind of hinted at some of the guys there because I, dude, it, to a certain degree, I had to leave some kind of remnants of like, hey, this is what's got to happen if I'm not here. But like, I didn't really say that. Yeah, like you're sort of you, prepping them, but right, without saying right, it. Right, right, right. Yeah, and because it's kind of. If I'd have told my manager, it wouldn't have happened. And the and the hardest part about all this is they, the guy, they he's got such a big heart, they would have talked him into staying. And and the guy that we lost, the unfortunate you know passing of our franchise, franchise owner at that point or franchisee. Ha, ha, this we first of all we'd have never gotten to where we were. No. After he passed. Right. And second of all, there ain't no way I wouldn't have got a phone call twenty minutes after I left. I wouldn't have had him showing up at my house an hour after I left, and he lives two, three hours. Well, I'll tell hours you. Away. I'll tell you kind like, of how how bizarre. So um, so you know because. He passed. The corporate takes over. Things were moving in a direction, and you knew there's there's just no way it's coming back. Yeah, I mean it was. There's, it was I mean, six months, the, and I was like, guys, two weeks. Like two weeks is what you got to to make this change, to get this piece of equipment fixed, to replace this piece, to re, to let me manage some guys, move some guys around, like. You know, I was in that same battle when we had our original management. Hey, we have this problem. He would go say, oh, well, this is a problem, but it's for a different reason. So I can't make the move I know I need to make because I got to go through this guy to tell that guy. We were given we were given oil and water to make an empire. Yeah. And so, yeah, I get it. And so you finally found your place in a found yourself in a place where you just couldn't move forward. You yeah. just couldn't do it. I just got to that point. I remember that night. The next morning, I remember going and, and just and going in like I was like, dude, I'm 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 not gonna come in at the certain time. I think I did wait till that. No, I went that morning. Mm-hmm. It was Monday morning, August July 26th. July 26th, I came in. I remember coming in that morning and you know sitting down and, and talking to him. I'm like, dude, I'm I'm done. Like, I don't need to sit here. I had my phone already pre-deleted. It was a, it was, it was, a death, it was a death blow to the company. Because, and, 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 and nobody knew it. And, and, and he was one of the guys that was like, "Hey, dude, like we need to make this happen. Like we'll turn this around. Like let me know what I got to do." He knew in my voice. He knew in my look. Like here's my shop key. Here's that's my not, phone. Like, like, Frank, that's not what Frank does. And yeah. I don't. I, I've never quit on anybody, dude. Like it's just not in my nature. Like I gotta. I gotta at least give you a window for me to leave before I can leave. Mm-hmm. Well, if, it, if it, I'm it came, do that. It came to a point where he wasn't even himself. And, and and he wasn't himself, I wasn't myself. Tell me what what was your what was your feeling walking away? Dude, I went I think I went straight to his trailer yeah. that day and he was having a rough time. Yeah. And it was the hardest conversation I had to have as a friend. Yeah. But it was the easiest conversation I could have ever had with anybody at that point in time. You, we you, could have talked about anything. Well, at you, that felt point, like a, you felt like a oh, ton of weight was off your shoulders, didn't you? It was, it was, it was you? a huge... Well, it was an entire... And at that, at that point in time, you know, you got to keep in mind that me and Frank came up in this thing together. And when we started this, it was pretty much nothing. Yeah. And then, you know, at, at you know when I say we were nothing, it was... We had some old junk. Literally, I, I got... I, like I was kind of explaining earlier, you know, the trailer that I got, we worked out of these these trailers. We pulled these trailers around to these dealerships, and, and we refinished wheels yeah. on, on cars. And uh, the one that I had gotten had been wrecked it about came, a month before. It came from a junk, you know, from a yeah, it, well, prior technician that wrecked it. Dude, there, under so we had generators and compressors that we carried around. The generator was flipped over. <laughs> the compressor was flipped over. Like, there was paint everywhere. The doors had never been opened since the accident. That's how I got the trailer. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And when he got his trailer, it was like, oh, here's a trailer. There's like two other trailers over there. Just kind of find out what you I, need. I had literally one of the first units that was ever built before the franchise came back around. So it was a franchise. This trailer came up, got built. That guy got disenfranchised. This trailer went through like five or six years of a different company, different company name, yeah. you know, quote, quote, unquote. But it's all the same guys. And then gets refranchised from a different owner. That guy gets weeded out. And then I come in pretty fresh and I get that same trailer. Yeah. Holy cow. Dude, yeah. Was, there was no even, metal, there even, was, even the trailers had oh, a rough dude, story. Oh, dude. Yeah. They were, yeah, dude. They were, but you know what? We didn't bitch about it. We fucking... We didn't... The thing that was nice about the beginning is we had no idea what to bitch about. Yeah. We didn't know what was wrong. We just oh, this is just how it is. We just knew that if they, if we did more wheels, we got paid. So whatever the fuck it took for us to, to, to get to that point where we could fix wheels, whatever. We didn't get paid to go through those trailers and so, fix them. So what was going through your ears when he's saying, dude, I'm out? Uh, I was I, I was getting my friend back. So okay, so you were like awesome, dude. Um, um, he had kind it, of been telling me like, dude, you need to just. The biggest thing was I needed to come back in a trailer. And it yeah, was like, like so. So here's the it, you know, there's so much of this story, and I don't want to go too far off into the story, but um, me and Frank kind of built something very unique, um, and with us being best friends. And, and working so hard together and we enjoyed work. You know, usually people get sick of each other. Yeah. We can be, we were literally around each other all day, every day. And then we would go home and be around each other all night, every night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, our wives are totally jealous of us. Uh, but, you, you know, but we never get sick of each other. Um, you know, he's. So, so you saw, you saw the difference. Like you knew when uh, he, when he uh, quit. Uh, like you knew, like okay, this is what this dude's got to do. This is what's Every, best for him. Everybody knew Frank yeah. was not Frank anymore. Um, we were just getting, and, and as much as he was getting worked in the in the shop, I was getting this, the same thing out in the field because we had very bad management that didn't do anything to help these situations. Yeah. Um, so I was getting overworked and dealing with. A lot of bullshit, and and there's a lot of things that maybe I could have handled differently. But you know, at the same in, in that point in time, in that time period, I, I was separated from my wife, so like my life was falling apart. My personal life was a mess. Work was a mess. Um, you know, and it just it after year after year after year, just grinding it out, and just day after day, and just insanity becomes normal. You you know what, man? At some point, you figure out well, what am I doing this for? Right grinding sometimes you got to grind because that's just the path that you're on at the time but at some point i personally i've grinded a lot i'm ready to step the fuck off that path <laughs> um yeah i mean yeah you know um it's not like i don't want to work i want to work all the time yeah i mean but, to kind of bring it up to speed you know um so he you know he we had that discussion and and he said he was going to do it and um i knew that it was it was a it was a blow to that company that i knew losing him was going to cripple I, the company i didn't know how we were going to go forward yeah. and and as much talent as we had losing losing a linchpin yeah and 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 we didn't have enough support and we were we were way too big to, to, to be managing the way that we were doing it. And, and the problem was we were busting at the seams. They wanted more. And um, 
Nobody's willing to say no either, right? Well, no, no. That was that's like me and his biggest problem is is we don't tell our customers no. Yeah. You know, if they need us, we're there. And, and if it, if I mean, and the fact that that didn't trickle down into other employees that were out there doing, yeah, and that doing, was that was even harder. That was kind of part of the problem because you know you had these guys coming up who basically you know we handed over, you know, <laughs> these guys got handed a. a, a the, these guys this is got, the back in my day part that sucks, but it's true. These guys got yeah. handed a very good paying job that you couldn't... I mean, these guys were, got handed a career and money that... They didn't have necessarily worked for. You, they, no. They would have, but they didn't see it. All they had to do was work. Yeah. And, and it was... I'm not doing this or oh, oh, fuck, it's fuck fucking three o'clock. I'm fucking going home. You oh, know what I mean? Man. So yeah, I I'm not answering my phone after three thirty. Whatever. You know yeah, what I mean? Well, go ahead and go so, ahead. But go ahead. Like, dealerships are six, eight to six o'clock Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Or uh, I'm sorry, eight to six o'clock Tuesday, Thursday. Eight to nine o'clock Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Dude, those are your schedules. Like no, no, no ifs, ands, or buts. Like you got a plan to possibly be there at least till then. Yeah. If they sell a car at eight thirty, dude, that dude, that thing better be ready to go. They're losing money. They know they got a guy sitting on the it lot. Just whatever, take whatever it, it there, took it to done. get the job done, yeah. me and him was one hundred. And, and the and minute they lose that, that, and then and the newbies, the newbies weren't were, we tried, weren't prepared I mean, I, to I invest. Had a, I had a family friend of mine. Well, you know, go into my trailer, go into my rig, and and for the first like three months before I went into that management, it was. I mean, it would have been big shoes for anybody to jump yeah, in. It, a rig it was like that. It, here. This huge account. This kid. This kid. This kid stepped off into something that I knew that he couldn't do. So, so what happened was, me and him were already way overloaded, and we were we were up to like nine guys at that point, and me and him were way overloaded. When they took him, see the thing was is when they took him out, they were supposed to make me a tech manager. That. It's a long story, but yeah, yeah. the the long and short of it is that. Uh, so, go ahead. Uh, well, well, I want to know what I want to know is was him leaving? Like you said, you made your decision the same week. No, they they made it for me. Oh, uh, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, Did they recognize the relationship? Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. They, they knew. knew. What, they knew what they were doing. They knew. They knew um, that was part of the the thing is that like, if you get to know me, um, I. Don't have a filter, and if I think you're a fucking idiot, I'm gonna tell you to your face. Yeah, you're a fucking idiot. Um, and there was a few of these quote unquote managers that are fucking idiots. Um, and I think they felt the intimidation. Um, and there was one guy in particular um, that we didn't get along, and uh, he single handedly, I want to say probably ran off probably about 50 years of experience of a business that's been in business for about 10 years. Yeah. And, and that what I, what I mean is that well, guys yeah, that have been around for a he long didn't, He didn't do what was necessary to keep you guys there. He was a, uh, he was a CFO for another, for a, for a oh, big yeah. company. And he, was uh, part of the corporate takeover. Yeah. And, and franchisee, he just, um, he kind of had it out for me. And so that week, we had went to the lake, and, uh, and they had said it was job abandonment, and they fired me. Okay. So, uh, so, okay. So they fire you. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, over a text message oh, while I was at the lake. Huh. She said it was Jab Bainamit. So that's interesting. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> um, so what? What was your? What was your next first step? Um, well, um, so over the course of the years, you know, doing what we did, uh, me and Frank used to get offers all the time uh, from other companies that wanted to hire us. Um, Dent Wizard being a company, which they were very good to me, um, they uh, they they wanted me and Frank for a long time because they they tried to get into our accounts and never could, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and so it was kind of like. If you can't beat them, join them. So it was like, you know, how do you get these guys over here? And, and, and you know, we had the non-competes and stuff, and it was kind of a mess. But uh, but they were always willing to, to you know, to, to work around that uh, to get us over there because they recognize, you know, good. They recognize, they know what they know what it means to have a good employee that's doing what we were doing. They, they recognize the talent. Um, and, and they also recognize the, the, the chemistry uh, and the makeup of what we had. Um, and, and they also recognize the fact that that's not something that's, you, you can't, it has to be organic, right? You, you can't, you can't make that happen. You can't put a group of guys. It, it's just like music. You can't put a group of musicians in, in the same room. Uh, they might all be great musicians, but if they're not all on the same page and the chemistry's not there, the music's going to suck. They might be great musicians, but yeah. the music's going to suck. Um, so, you know, we had offers, you know, um, throughout the years to, to, to come to work for other people. But we, I think we had a certain loyalty to Tom and, and it was, you know, as rough as it got, um, we weren't going to stick a knife in his back. Um, so it, it, uh, so I, uh, uh, at, and when that happened, uh, so, th- so he quit on a Monday, we left for the lake on a Wednesday. Um, that Wednesday, yeah. yeah. And, and on Friday I got a text saying it was job abandonment. And uh, so, what was your what was your first move after after leaving? Yeah, I had so I had this is where Tesla kind of came into play. Dun, so dun, dun. In, in all these in all these years that I had been doing, you know, we had been doing wheel repair. We had developed a really good relationship with Tesla back when they were in U City, and few different. We knew the service managers. Who um, was it? What was the company? <laughs> Tesla? Tesla? Yeah. Tesla? Oh. Tesla? How many times can we... I thought you meant the other company. We, yeah, yeah. We should start a counter for right. each time right. we say the word Tesla. Yeah, yeah. Everybody take a shot every time Tesla comes up. <laughs> so, um... Ford? We had been... I had... I started doing wheels. I was actually doing wheels for a PDR shop. I was actually doing wheels for a PDR shop, and uh, one of the service managers had come down with a car, getting some dents removed out of a car, and he was like, hey, man, like, I need some wheel repair done. I was like, all right, cool. Like, you know, let the guy know up front. He's like, no, I need somebody like here, like at our dealership. I was like, all right, man, like, that's cool. I can do that. But let me finish up with what I got going here. Like we got to, I got to go down, you know, if I come down, I don't already jam packed, yeah. but uh, here, uh, here, yeah. we, here we are taking on yeah. more business. It, I think that was still a Tuesday. Cause that turned into my day down there. And it was like four 30 in the afternoon, three 30, four 30, yeah. something like that. So this was it. this a Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday no, afternoon. No, no, no. This was this was not the. Oh Tuesday no, no, after. no. This oh, okay. is just like the first interaction. No, he I had got. He had this got, is the first interaction. He I had so you, you started your rapport with these. With yes. Tesla. Yeah. Well, Years before, before this, before, when I was yeah. still immobile. I, before I, you know, this was to answer your question because he's going to go on a, a four-hour. Oh, I am tangent. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he okay. Tesla. Tesla again. Frank being Frank. Anybody would want to hire Frank. So, 
Um, to get a job with Tesla today, they haven't. You have to go to the website and you have to apply. Yeah, on. you got to so, apply. I mean, so, like, how did did you reach out to, to them? Too. I, you I, reached out to them, or I, did you call somebody? So I, or? I had been talking, like you know, throughout the years, like, man, you ever want a job? You know, let me know. You know, to certain people there, I don't have to put names out there because they are still there. But um, you know, we we talked like, well, dude, if anything ever goes south, you know, let me know. Like, we we would love to hire you. And and the, the original theory was to possibly go in house, like later on down the road once that started to become more of a possibility for me going there. But so through in-house the years, doing wheels. yeah, in house doing wheels for them. That that was what I was getting at. Yeah. So. As years go on, you know, we're constantly knocking wheels out. We go down to their facility. We would do wheels there, um, you know, so, and, you know, and that whole time, like, I was telling them, like, man, I'm, I'm liking what I do. I got a good customer basis. I'm, I'm making good money. Like, I, 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 I doubt the money can match what I'm doing right now, you know, but at the same time, like, I'm, I'm having a good time doing what I'm doing. So we go through, you know, obviously I go into management a year in, things are just chaos. You know, we get six months before, you know, six months before I basically quit. You know, our franchisee passes away. Um, they about a year. That. We put in about a year. After yeah. Tom died, we, we were there for about a year. So I get, you know, as things are going this way, I, a few times I had gone back and it had kind of hinted like, hey, you know, if, if you want to be a mobile technician for Tesla, like, you know, we're, we're possibly thinking about opening up a third guy. And they had just moved to their huge dealership where they're at now. Yeah, just down the valley. Right. So um, I went in one day. We had just gotten a pup. For the, I just got a dog for the wife, and I took her in, and we were just kind of rapping back and forth. And I was like, you know, did you guys say that you were kind of looking, you know, looking to hire? He's like, well, we're thinking about it. Like, why? What's that? Kind of gave me a weird look. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, what's up? Like, yeah, I uh, might be. I might consider like, oh, well, hold on, hold I on. I think you're kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, hold up, like, are nice you serious? Want to fuck? Yeah. And he was like, are you serious? I was like, dude, like, you know, things ain't going the way I thought they would or they should be. I was like, tell me what's up. So I think like, it was right place, right time. It, it, exactly. And I think were, he. I think they, he was. You know, they got on. They up. got. On, they got on the hook with their main recruiter. He was out of Chicago, and they're like, we've been considering opening up a third mobile technician position, but we, how do we go about finding somebody that's good with customers? And that, well, bam, bam. Here, I mean, they. I was giving that just through a different service before. Like, yeah. it could have been a walk in the park. And uh, August twenty sixth, I walked out of that wheel company and or. July 26th and August 26th, I started with Tesla. So you had a month off. I had a month so off. It's crazy. It's almost like, what is today's date? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. it's real close. July 26th, yeah. Jesus. It's today, July 26th? There's some July. serendipity going yeah. on. That's what I'm saying. What? Yeah. Word? Been thinking about that the whole ride out here, son. Uh, really? Wow. I didn't even think about oh, yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want to say nothing. So it's been a year. Yeah, it's been a year today. Yeah, so wow. I got congratulations. Uh, so on, on Friday it'll be a year for me. <laughs> Friday's your anniversary. Yeah, my, yeah. It's been a good so, year. Okay, but I, man, I, it, I, t- I tell you, uh, if they wouldn't have fired me, uh, you know, and and I was the, the the problem was is like I was very vocal about the the shortcomings of the company, um, and I, I probably went about it the wrong ways. Um, like I said, I had no problem telling somebody who was supposed to be my boss to go fuck themselves, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and even like the, the founder of the company, but that's fine. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But it was <laughs> cool. It but, it, you know, but um, in, in, in ways, was that wrong? Yeah. But in ways, was it right? Yeah. Because Did nobody it else would say it. 
Did it set a tone? Did it hopefully help them understand a little bit? Who knows? I think but, uh, I think if you were to go back and ask them now, <laughs> yeah. do they regret their decision? I I would say yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure. Well, I mean, the the irony of the entire thing is once all this stuff really started going down, you know, and you know, started started to try and put forth this new situation that we're trying to work out, you know. You had the, there was some legal actions that came about, you know. Yeah, those, so they those, sued those me. took place. Those went through, and after that shit failed, what do you think they did? Well, I, I wouldn't say it failed. So what, did they try to hire you back? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so okay, so uh, just to catch everybody up, um, Tommy shoot. signed a non compete. Yeah, okay. with a different or, company. With, yeah. with a different company, and then company went corporate. Long story short, they kind of like. They kind of had us by the balls because it was like they they did it like right before Christmas and it was like either sign this or you don't have a job and it was Convert like or die. yeah and it was Which like you're technically dude, not allowed and to then do. and then the guy that like was our quote unquote boss like he was like oh I promise this is I'm riding this out too and if it's the best thing for me and it's the best thing for you guys, you know he really sold it and none of us were like. This is you know, I, and yeah, I, even I mean, told every, him. everybody knows if you sign a non-compete, like that's just not a good feeling. Right. Well, and I told him you're handcuffing yourself with if me for some being reason a with me being south. who I am, and I meant this. I told him. I looked him right in his eyes, and I said, "If this, if if this goes south, and if this isn't what you're saying it is, I I am going to fucking haunt you. <laughs> for you will never." Yeah. Be fucking done with me, and uh, because because he, in a, in a way that they sold us on something that was total bullshit. Well, um, and, but in the end, legal action ensued. So yeah, and, so what and happened? You was, managed to get out of the non compete. Well, yeah, in a way. So um, are you, are you settled out of court or something? <laughs> no, we went. It went to court. Uh, it was it, it was a pretty big deal. Um, it, it was so. I think if 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 I think the problem was is that right out of the gate, I kind of probably flexed a little too much um, and kind of showed the fact that I had a little more power than they in that they they kind of thought I did. So it, it turned into a, an fu contest. Well, basically. you you had someone who didn't know anything about me but didn't like me, um, and the reason he didn't like me is because. He didn't know anything. I did, and he knew that I would call him out on it, and I made him look stupid. He got his pee-pee stuff. So he had yeah. it out for me. Well, so, the, the ego's a tricky thing, oh, isn't it? Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong, dude. I had one, too, and you know, to a, to a fault. So I still do. What was what was the official verdict? Like? So, where, um, where did you land on that? So, so I, I kind of, you know, knowing what I knew about these these accounts, again... Me and Frank are kind of the ones that built this thing. So I knew the ins and outs. And I went and took the number two account that this yeah, yeah. company had. Yeah. What I want to know is, like, what did the court say? Well, and that's, what, that's what I'm getting at. Um, so not only did I take that, I'm. it was other stuff. Bam, bam. It was just bam, right off the table. It was like they were losing left. So they had to do something. Yeah. Um, because they just knew it wasn't going to stop. And they knew me and him are best friends. They didn't know, you know, at that point, they didn't really know. I think part of him quitting was part of the reason that they fired me. Um, 
I think that there was a, a very big unknown there. And I think it was tr- they were trying to cut the head off. You know, they were trying to, to, to... I think they made a decision that ultimately bit them in the ass. Um, and I think that from their standpoint, I, I can kind of see, you know, where they were coming from and why they did what they did. Um, you know, it, it, what Frank did was so out of character that... Um, it, it was a bit of a surprise. Right. So... That's kind of what triggered this whole thing, and I, and, I, and that's kind of what I think. And um, and then, so I kind of took some really big stuff right off the bat. Um, so they had, in, in a way, they had to do something. Um, I, I think I was too big of a threat. And and the legal action is closed now, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so so what happened was they uh, they filed the lawsuit over the non compete. Yeah. Um, and uh, we went to court over it. Well, um, everybody lawyers up. Yeah. And then yeah. you guys, you guys bring the you you make your cases to the judge. The judge says what? Um. Well, the judge kind of felt that, uh, you know, they had X amount of uh, of employees, and then there was just me. Um. I had already taken, you know, a a, a very big account. Um. And uh. It was at the time. It was, it was a damaging. Just, it was a damaging account to them. So, but it was in fairness, it was one single account, and that's how. Yeah, it started. but it was a. But know, it, it was. But, but they, the, the ones, the, the people that knew knew, and they were telling, the higher ups like, yeah. hey, look, this, is gonna, be a a, a domino effect. And that's yeah. and that's the hard part is like the, the one you know manager yeah, but, that we had was. Part you know was like okay you know now he's got to he's got to stand a certain direction <laughs> yeah but but at that time if if, if that kind of action really had to go now that everybody else was now on the other side of that fence mm-hmm. we really saw it, keep keep in, keep in mind like, the guy that sold us on this signing this contract quit two weeks after me and Frank left right? yeah so this does happen in specialized trades all the time and mm-hmm. St Louis is a big city but it's also sort of a small community um, yeah. especially I, in certain circles I've seen many a times where a certain high-end technician would work for a shop in my industry yes. and when he would leave his clients would follow him wherever he went yeah, whether it was with to another to another company or if he started doing stuff on his own the right. client would go because they knew that their what they were receiving was less about the black box that was being put into the house and more about how it was being put in and how sure. it was being serviced by XYZ technicians. And that's what, it, that's what it was. I mean, we, we built relationships with our customers. Yeah. It was almost, I mean, it, it, these people yeah. became... It happens in every industry. Yeah, so the well, long I can't and short say that, but it happens the, in the specialty trades. Uh, yeah. So what happened was they filed the lawsuit, and uh, and I don't want to get into... Yeah, I, we don't need the specifics, but I the, could, the I could notes. really, I could really, you know, they really. Let's just let's just say that I think they took the the guy that did all this, kind of stepped off into some shit he couldn't wipe off, um, and I think when that happened, he kind of realized that maybe I was a little bit bigger of a deal than. Then he he didn't realize he, people, he took he didn't me realize the people in the game and what they had at stake. Yeah, he, he didn't real. I don't think he really realized the power and the connections and and the actual. I think it became very real who was in control and um, we controlled what went on out in the field and I think that became very apparent very quick. Um, so in in their defense as a company, if I was in their shoes, I'd have done the same thing. Um, 
you know, they, they what they did was they, you know, they tried to protect their investment. Yeah. Um, and, they, and they were, you know. And so are you able to function now after yeah, the. No, I've been doing wheels ever since. Yeah. So I, I, I started, uh, started a company called Premier Wheel Solutions. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm, in, I'm located in West County. Uh, we're on, I'm on Facebook. You know, you can check it out, Premier Wheel Solutions. Um, so I am at Elko Chevy up in West County in Baldwin, Missouri. Um, and that's where I work out of. Um, I am I am there doing their wheels until uh, uh, November, December. And then uh, I'm able to go do all my old customers again. So, um, yeah, so... Um, just kind of in a holding pattern at the at this point and doing wheels at elko and uh you know doing retail customers and whoever comes in the door and yeah uh, I and, love it. and and by the way earning a good living doing it oh yeah and uh from a gentleman who didn't get his high school diploma or ged yeah no i should not so be, yeah i i know I, I shouldn't I've, have the things i have i've i've had the philosophy for a long time that it's not uh, you know the path to success there's not just one of them. Right. There's not just two of them. There's not just five of them. There's a gazillion paths to success, and it really just boils down to how you know if you're willing to work for it or not. Well, and at the end, at the end of the day, this isn't just me. You know, I, I there's no way I could do this on my own. I, I've got a very the the my business partner. Not only is 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 he a business partner, he uh, you know he's a very 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 intelligent guy and. Um, I, I look up to him a lot. Um, he's had my back through, through thick and thin throughout this, and uh, he's literally done nothing but be there for me. He's done nothing but thank me. Um, you know, he's a, he's a, a phenomenal guy. Um, you know, it, I, I have no complaints. You know, of, of course I've got complaints, but yeah, you know, I, there's day to day complaints. From what I from what I where I was sounds like he's had your back. What, it, and and has he has not made me sign so, a non compete. He's done nothing. Like, yeah, literally off a handshake, and he had my back. You know, you know what my solution is to the whole employees and stuff, and and building my business and my employee and and my client list and all that sort of stuff. I want a cust- I want an employee to work for me for a certain period of time, and after that, I want I, I want to invest them in. Okay. I want to partner them in and make them part of what's going on. Make them, you know, obviously not everybody's going to be suited for that. You know, you got some employees that you don't necessarily want to have decision-making power within the company. But if if at the point that you have somebody who's good, you got to get them involved intimately. You got to give them, you got to give them skin in the game. You got to give them a reason to want to want to to do the fourteen-hour day when it comes when it's necessary. Well, the the funny thing is, is that so when that when that when I got let go. I immediately just picked up the phone and literally one phone call I called Dent Wizard and was like, Hey, and they, they laughed and said, of course you have a job. <laughs> Did you, you know? just say, Hey, yeah. I was like, Hey, <laughs> and, uh, and they were like, yeah, whatever you want. Like, you know, and like I said, Dent Wizard was, th- I mean, open, arms. open arms, whatever I wanted. They were yeah. great. Like, um, and, and then the offers kind of just started coming in and I was not anticipating that. And I, I, had offers like people wanting to go into business and like yeah. here come to work for me or do you want to do this you always had you know the few people along the way like hey, so it was kind of overwhelming you do it on your own you know let me know like and I, and, and i and it, at that point you know he I, I knew he was going to do his thing at tesla and he he just wanted a break from wheels 
Um, and and what, what what was the name of that company again? Tesla. Yeah, yeah Tesla. Tesla. The, uh, the they've got uh, gas cars. Uh, no, no, hell got a, no. Yeah, they got a diesel truck. No, <laughs> they make they make generators. That's blasphemy. Uh, uh, but uh, <laughs> we club baby seals too. But right, yeah, but right. at, at that point in time, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean that was kind of at that point in time, man. It was kind of like I had hit a low point. Like you know, it was it was you know my so, per, my personal life was a wreck, and then you know it's like I got fired. It, after getting fired and, and sort of restructuring that whole restructuring that came afterwards, did, did is that when like your marriage was able to start sorting itself yeah, out man, again? Yeah, uh, man. That's that, that's kind of what I was getting ready to, to get to was the fact of like. You know, it's, it's funny how things kind of work out. And, like, at that point in time, I was like, man, I really had felt like I had really lost a lot of confidence in myself. Um, you know, and, and, and it, it was showing. In, they have, they have in, blue pills for that. No, 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 no. <laughs> My shit always stands a salute. <laughs> but, but, no, I had lost a lot of confidence. I had lost, you know, I had lost my partner. You know, Frank was like, my, that was like, you know, what I didn't, I, he was my backup. You know yeah. what I mean? And then it was like, I lost Frank and I'm out on the battlefield and I got nothing. Yeah. And I'm running out of ammo. You know it was only three days, right? <laughs> yeah, it was like two and a half hours. Yeah. But uh, no, dude, I went for about a year and a half without Frank. And it was it oh, was yeah, the yeah, toughest yeah. year and a half yeah. because, dude, I was I was on my own. And, and, uh, and dude, it, it took its toll. And, um, dude, it, it, it took its toll on me mentally. It, yeah. it, it changed me. Um, I, I, I was just a, a miserable human being, dude. And... You know, um, oh it, sure, yeah, and and it, dude, it took it so not do my it showed in my work, like I just wasn't that like a mentally, you know, and then my personal life's a fucking wreck, you know what I mean, and it's like you know, and and then you just it, it just it piles on, you know what I mean, oh, and, boy. and then and then it was just like you know, yeah, at a low point, the sure. one thing I always felt like I, if Tom would have still been alive, the guy that we worked for, yeah, franchise, this would have never happened. Um, Frank would have like that would have never happened and and um, and the guy that fired me he was around right before Tom died and he didn't like me then and he wanted to do something with me then and Tom stopped him um, oh yeah that's kind of why and Tom was like no he's good you know so, just leave him alone back to I, yeah I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to better you but I want to I want to give you my two GTFO stories right so, um, you know, I was raised by my grandparents. I told that story. My, my, the person I knew is my mom, my grandma, the, the, the one who raised me, she passes away. And so I called down to Mississippi to tell my biological mom that, my, you know, that her mom, well, it would have been her stepmom, passed away. Like I was calling down there to give her the news. Right. And I was her biological son, so I'm the person that probably yeah. needs to do it. Right. And I called down there. And um, this southern, you know, it's she Mississippi. She's like, new phone, who this? Yeah, um, it's southern Mississippi. And so this, this older, gentle-voiced woman picks up. She's like, um, hello. And I say, yeah, is, is Star there? And she's like, uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I told her who I was. And she's yeah. like, I'm sorry, sweetie. Have you not heard? It's like, heard what? Star passed away this morning. Oh, no oh, way. Yeah, man. My, the person who raised me passed right. away. On, and then... Just hours later, my biological mom passed away on the same fucking day. And then, fast forward, I don't know how many years. Had you kept in decent touch with her, though? Not really, no, no, no. At that point, it was just an informational phone call. She was in and out of my life enough that I, you know, just, no thank you. Yeah. Um, And so, um, the other one is, is that I, my, 
now ex then wife we bought uh an apartment building okay trap and house. huh trap house no well it was when i bought it <laughs> it's not anymore um but um so i had a close friend of mine probably my then best friend um well my best friend from high school super close guy had his troubles and and tribulations and he he him and his wife and three children they had lost their place to stay and they were staying in a hotel well he had gotten a good job but they were, he was trying to live out of this hotel for right, like two fucking right. weeks and at some point you run out of money because staying in a hotel is expensive fuck yeah and he needed a place to stay Nobody's I had for it. I had just bought this rental building and I, I, my basement apartment was empty yeah I said yeah go ahead and move yeah of course you can move in you're working great Rent was cheap. There was no way he couldn't afford it. it was, right. As long as he was doing anything, even working at Hardee's, you know, you could right. you could afford right. it. Yeah. Um, he hurts himself. I got out of four months, four or five months of them being there. I got one month's rent, um, and I eventually I had to I had to evict him. You know what fucking day the court scheduled my the eviction day? The same fucking day my 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 wife and I we're going to file for like officially divorce. So I literally in the same day got, got legally divorced yeah. and I had to evict my best friend and his three kids. Yeah. yeah. The, the wife, his wife was gone cause she was in jail for check fraud again. Um, but yeah, I had, I got divorced and evicted my best friend on the same day too. Hey, knock it all out at once. Right? Yeah. But right. Two, two generally GTFO stories. I guess it was the kids. Dude, and oh. then, you know, to, to kind of finish up, you know, I know it's getting kind of late. We probably ought to wrap this session up, but, uh, uh, you know to kind of finish up what i was what i was saying so yeah it was like man life kind of hit a low point and uh it was kind of like you know shit you know i i had a lot of positive things but when you're you so down him. dude it's like you can't see the light of day and uh and i and dude i had kind of my mind made up of what i was gonna do and 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 uh and when i when the guy that i'm in business with now um when he kind of got reached out to me, um, I had done work for that place for so long. Um, out of respect for him, I, uh, I, uh, out of respect for him, I, I, I said, well, I'm going to at least go sit down and hear what he's got to say. And, uh, I, I already kind of wrote off, like I already got my mind made up. I know what I'm doing, but you know, I'm not going to, like I said, my customers mean everything to me. Yeah. And I'm not going to, you don't burn off. bridges. I'm sure. No, yeah. and, and well, uh, <laughs> not now. Never mind. Uh, no, I, Never mind. I, when I burn a bridge, I blow it up and I, yeah. you know, and I drain every water. It's more than it. tannerite going on. Yeah. There. Oh yeah. For real. They got to cut down whole new trees to make the boys. Yeah. No, there isn't bridges. even, that isn't even yeah. on the map anymore. Uh, but, uh, but then I went and sat down with them and, uh, and man, and, and, you know, hit, he is a lot like me in a way and uh you know I, I respect him a lot because he wasn't given a bunch of money and he didn't well, get to where he was because somebody gave it to him he started as a salesman and then worked his way up to where he's at and and trust me when i say he didn't need to do a damn thing for me um i i think he just kind of liked my drive and liked my passion for it and uh, he doesn't need Trust me, I'm probably more of a pain in his ass, you know. But he never, he never fails to come and say, "Hey, thanks for everything. I appreciate everything. You're you're great, you know." And 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 that kind of turned me around and was kind of like, you know. Well, I mean, 
we were talking many times when with our first podcast, Frank and I, about management and oh, yeah. quality of and, and and the possibilities when people are working together as a team are immense. Dude, the the possibilities are oh, tremendous. Yeah, for a company. Yeah. So, I mean, kudos to him for recognizing he's dude, got he doesn't, a good when guy. I, when I say this, you know, he don't need my headache. And he don't need to do a damn thing for me. He don't owe me a damn thing. He didn't owe me a damn thing. He barely knew me. You know, I, I've been doing wheels there forever, but he knew of me. Um, but he didn't owe me a damn thing. And he didn't need these problems. And I told him, I was like, look, dude, there's a good chance of this lawsuit getting ugly and, and me getting sued. And he, he said, you know, he said, hey, look, I got your back. Don't worry about it. And, and he did. And, and he had my back throughout the whole thing. And, and, and that was something that he, dude, I mean, he, he risked a lot for that. Um, and, and, and I'll, I'll be loyal to him forever for that. And, um, and I got his back no matter what. Um, and, and, you know, it's just sometimes people come into your life at the right time. And, uh, oh, yeah. and, and that just, he just did. And he reminded me a lot of Tom. And, uh, and I'm not big on, on heaven and all this stuff. And, but, uh, you know, in a way, I kind of feel like Tom put him in, in my life. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and to kind of finish up, you know, to kind of, you, what you had just said kind of reminded me of something. And uh, so we were having a lot of problems, right, and, and with, with the previous company we worked for. And, uh, and I called Tom, uh, which was the guy that passed away. I called him that Wednesday. So he, he passed away Sunday going into Monday. Yeah. So on the Wednesday before that, I called him, and we had a weird relationship. He, I, I looked up to him a lot, and he was, he was very good at, at being a mentor. Um, but you had to get through 30 minutes of argument. You know, it was it was a sure. father son. You had to get through thing. his story first. You yeah. know, and, and and then once you got through that thirty minutes of arguing, you could sit down and you could talk, and and I, and I had a heart to heart conversation. I'll never forget it. I was sitting at the Lowe's in Fenton on the phone with him for an hour, and I I, I told him I said Tom, I said look, you didn't listen to us on the on the previous deal, and 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 you regretted that. And I said I'm asking you to to hear me out on this. And, and he said, I'm hearing you. And he said, uh, he said, I promise you. He said, you have my word. He said, I will be down there on Monday. And he said, we are going to get to the bottom of this problem. And he said, this will either, I, we will resolve this problem or we will figure out what the problem is. And he said, you have my word on that. And he was coming here to St. Louis that Monday. He fucking died on Sunday. And the funny thing is, is on that Friday, he called me. He never called just out of the blue to say, hey, how you doing? You know? Yeah. He called never me. Never social. It was Friday morning. Especially and I'll said. never forget this either. And I usually always have my phone on me. And uh, I set it down in my trailer and I was walking to grab a car. And I stepped out of my trailer and I said, oh, I better grab my fucking phone. So I walked back in, and my phone was ringing, and it was Tom. And this was at like 7.30 in the morning on that, that Friday. I talked to him Wednesday, and then on Friday, he called me that morning. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? Did, you know, what does he want? Mm. It's Friday. I don't want to deal with this shit. So I, I almost didn't answer the phone. So I answered the phone, and I said, hey, what's up, Tom? He said, hey, brother, uh, 
he was he was very in your face, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, hey, but, buddy, how you doing, buddy? But uh, but he, I answered the phone. I was like, "What's up, man? What's going on?" He goes like, "He goes nothing." He goes, "I just wanted to tell you, thank you for everything." He goes, "I appreciate everything." He goes, "Thank you for everything you've always done." Um, he goes, "You're you're you're great," you know. Just he said, "I love you." Uh, he said, I, "I just wanted to call and tell you that," and I was like. I was so taken by the way he yeah. said that. It was because, like, like he would idea. he would say that kind of thing, but like, it was he never was picked usually, up the phone to call you yeah, to tell you. It was usually a conversation, and, and I, like, was Love like, you, buddy. I was like, I was, I was, yeah, was exactly. But he like that's all he called for, and hmm. and he's like, I gotta go, I got a meeting. He goes, I'll see you Monday. I was like, all right, man. I was like, I love you too, man. And uh, and, I, and I hung the phone up, and uh, and he was supposed to come here that Monday, and yeah. had he came here that Monday, I think. The, the the story would be much different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he died, and, and and I think if that wouldn't have happened, I don't think my life would be as good as it is. And, and I know that sounds morbid. Oh yeah. But like, you know, I, I think it would be good. It sucks I think that, yeah. I, I think it would have worked out differently in a yeah. good way. But I think it. I don't think we would have had a fresh start for anything. Yeah, as, as and, and that sounds like we would have been able that's to get the through way, it. Yeah, but it wouldn't have like hey, you guys hey, probably we got to restart here. Like, yeah, you probably would have kept going down a road that wasn't terribly dissimilar from the right. one you're already on. Yeah, he would I have think, he would have held it together. I think somehow. the problem was going to get fixed. I, I think yeah. that I think he had enough of me calling him and, and telling him that there was a problem, and, and, and we had done that before. And quite frankly, the the. Sorry, no pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard it a few times over the years. Exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. right, um, but there's a bit of there's a bit of um, uh, uh, bittersweet. Like we wouldn't be here now, right? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, you know, we never like met. I, yeah, you have not worked for Tesla. No. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have met you. Um, you know, and and I wouldn't have met Tommy here, yeah. and 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 this whole meeting, hey, you're and welcome. this whole yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I do autograph signings from. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, there's there's t- there's like 25, 30 people outside. Yeah, yeah no, the, the yeah. press is out there. Cameras. Yeah, I know it happens the, the, all the time. The cameras so are flashing. The yeah, it's kind of all these ladies yeah. and shit out there. Yeah, put your clothes back. <laughs> They're all slobbering. For yeah, some reason. yeah. Quit licking that window. <laughs> window lickers. <laughs> Oh, that's but funny. yeah, I mean, but the, man, I mean, I mean, I think at this point we've only reached the tip of the iceberg, and, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, where do we go from here? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm trying to get him to, you know, give up the Tesla thing, and come back <laughs> and doing wheels, and uh, I, out, out here making a statement, man. It's hard, you know. Um, it's gonna happen. T- Tesla, I, I know him well enough to know that I know what's gonna happen. Yeah. So. Well. Uh, Part of, I mean, obviously, I, I have an interest in, in hoping that he he doesn't. Of course, if we're friends, it's my obligation to want whatever's best for him. Uh, yeah, um, no, he's uh he's gonna be good at anything he does. Tesla, yeah. Tesla is an inc- is a truly incredible company. Sure. And I'm not just saying that from you know an owner standpoint and like Frank and I's conversation, like. No, he's an idiot. Every, he's going to leave a good job to come do this stupid fucking wheel thing. And, yeah, but, I mean, but like it's, you know, but it, the, the, here's the thing. There, there's jobs that are good, and there's jobs that you're good at. Sure. And this is something he's good at, and we've made a really good living off of doing what we do. And um, it doesn't come easy, you know. I, I, you know, yeah, I, I make a good living, but 
you know, it's like people see my boat and stuff and they're like, oh, it must be nice. And it's like, yeah. Uh, Do you know how many hours I grind? Yeah. You know, when you're still sleeping and I'm at work and, and when you go home and I'm still at work, you know what I mean? And Yeah. Anybody who's listened to Andy Frisella, like the MF CEO yeah, podcast, yeah. like there's a there's a whole most be nice. Well, motherfucker, you have no idea how I've sacrificed to get here. No, it ain't nice. I wish I had a bigger boat. Yeah. I wish I had a newer vet. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I wish I had nicer shit. Like there's still like I've yet to reach the pinnacle of what I where I want to go. But you know, whatever. You know what I mean? And and I'll keep getting to that point, you know, and, and uh you know, and Frank's getting ready to have a son, you know, and uh you know, so it's it, it's like, you know, I don't feel like that would have ever happened. You know, and that's a whole nother story in itself, that's and, and that's a the, blessing. Thank God for yeah. the blue pill again. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we've like, we've been trying, but like, like, it just didn't happen. Yeah. So it when he started, when he started, when he stopped having sex with you and started having sex yeah, with his wife, weird. that's how like, it managed. We tried for years and it just didn't happen. But you know, the, the the crazy part about all that is like that. Is that what fixed your marriage too? Like the shit started sorting itself out after after yeah, you got rid of I mean, that we, we, baggage. We had already we had already really you know dove into what we were going to do there, or yeah. how, at least how we were going to do it. And it Tesla changed all that. Like that's the thing. Like that's the part that's really hard for me because it's like I, I'm having a kid because of that. That wouldn't happen. Like there's well, no way. Yeah, they they've got really good insurance and that right. and that would he you know. They, but yeah. I mean, set aside. I mean, like if if I wouldn't have had the time frame and the 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 free time that I have now working for this company that cares more than the last company did, I wouldn't even have been able to to get to this point. You know, yeah. physically, not even you know, I, financially. I think you're you're torn between two things. You're torn between something that you're very passionate and you're very mm-hmm. good at, and it's 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 kind of where your heart is. Yeah. But yet it's like, you know, you're in a good situation, but it's not exactly where your heart is. Yeah. You know, so it's like. You know, kind of is what it is. It's like you leave the girl that works the nice nine to five to go date the stripper. I mean, the stripper's more fun. You know what I mean? Oh, no. Well, yeah. <laughs> See how far that gets you. For a minute. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. You know, yeah. you know it's like. Yeah, no, that I'm, 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 I'm cut from a, yeah. I got my. No, not that my wife is a stripper. <laughs> let's, let's clear that up. Well, good for you if she was. Uh, no, not good no, for I me. Mean, no, 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 not now, but like, you know, at one point. Yeah, no, uh, no, it, it's cool. It's cool, man. It's like you know, I, I, it, it, I had lost a lot of. Uh, I think we both lost a lot of. You know, it, it got to the point where we didn't enjoy it anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and we took a lot of pride in what we did, and uh, you know, and and it shows in my work now. I, I'm I'm doing things that I never did before, and branching out and doing, you know custom stuff and I was gonna uh, say taking on bigger challenges yeah doing stuff pushing that envelope that you know that we always did and that we always had to become innovative and we always had to like you know wheels kept changing and we had to keep changing with them and you know and 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 it you know it's something that you know I've had people and we both have had people go oh you guys are the best I'm not the best you know what I mean I will never see it that way I know I'm not the best am I I I'm not the best you know, I I don't I'll never feel that I'm the best, and uh, you know, but find me somebody better. You know what I mean? And and you're you're not going to find anybody that's more passionate, that cares more. Um, but I'm not the best. You know what I mean? I'll never take that. Well, and and it's a super important that if you're doing something difficult, that you have passion and drive. Because if you don't, then 
you know, you might as well just go work in a factory. Well, like I said, man, at the end it's of the much day, more dude, of a catastrophe. I, I, I care so much. And, um, you know, my customers mean so much to me. And, and, and uh, you know, I never get tired of, of being there for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, it, and over the years, it's when I got in my situation and, and it, I was thoroughly humbled at these customers that were that stuck by my side and was like, look, we're here for you. And as soon as your deal's done, you know, this is yours. Yeah. And, and, uh, that's very humbling. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I've, I've, like I said, 20 years of doing this and I've never spent a single penny on marketing. No, every, every, no, everything I do is, is referral yeah. word of mouth. And, yeah, 100%. and the vast majority of my customers, when, when they do spend money on, on what I do, they hire me back over yeah, and over it's again. Funny. We're, we're big on telling customers like, dude, go out, like, shop around if you've never done this before like i'm telling you right now this is what you're going to get this is what you're going to get for it but look at our page like look at you yeah. know just compare Our work speaks you know, for itself and yeah. it gets to a certain and, point and i've got like, i've got a, they may come back five i've or got six a facebook page and uh and it's cool to put stuff up there you know it's like i i definitely it, it's i do a lot of, of different stuff now you know i just did these doing these wheels on this guy's truck and uh did the louis vuitton logo in them and and you know it's it just doing different stuff like that I and mean, it's it's it, it's nice to be able to do stuff that's fun again yeah you know I mean? it's for nice sure. to have fun doing what i'm doing and and it's i enjoy it you know what i mean and so it, it went now it's to the point where i'm back to enjoying and loving what i do and uh you know yeah like well, again, that, you know you know what that is now i i personally i personally think that that's the mark of success is when you get to do what you enjoy and you get paid for it. Yeah. I mean, stitch it up right there, man. Right. You're not, you're not, it's not, it doesn't get much better than that. Now, of course, we want to make a good living doing it if, if that's, if, if, if yeah. money is the important, you know, is a, a large factor to you. But, man, I know a lot of people walking through life fucking miserable because yep. they spend all day doing what they have to and, and, and spending at the same time spending all day thinking about what they want to. Yeah, man, I think it all comes down to, like, you know, if you're passionate enough about it and you care enough, the money's going to come. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you I know what? That, that actually is a great way to wrap up because that, I've been, I've been, that's been my philosophy for a long time. Do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Work hard. And, and, and if you do, and, and make good decisions, like, do right by your customers, just do that. The money will fix itself. I used to say to these guys, you know, I would say if the right thing is an option, do the right thing and find me a time where the right thing isn't the option. Yeah, exactly. You might not know what the right or wrong thing is, but whatever your gut tells you is the right thing. Do that. It's funny. This, this podcast turned into an entrepreneurship podcast. (laughs) I do motivational speaking. Yeah. He can be hired at. Um, okay guys. Um, can you guess where the clock might be? Oh, we're, we're well in. Like, I don't know, 15, 16 minutes? 15, 16 minutes, yeah. Two we're and two, two and a half? Two, no, two hours, five minutes. Nice. Fuck. Hey, fucking, yeah. we've had an hour before this, at yeah. least. Yeah, well, that was just the warm-up round. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, no, that's a, that's a whole other chapter. Yeah. No, and I, th- I, I seriously think we just skimmed the topic. I mean, skim, skim the I think top of the story. I can't wait to listen to this over because I think we covered a lot of ground really, really well. We, cha- yeah. we went, we went, we changed pace good and i think it went really i good. I, I personally think i know frank better 
I know I know Tommy better because you know, I didn't Hell know Tommy, yeah. but I think, you can't be in a room with me and not know me. Yeah, I, I think I. I'm, you could be in a room and not want to know. Yeah, him. you probably don't want to know me. <laughs> After about an hour, you're like, yeah, "Fuck this guy." Um, so I mean, that's kind of the point behind why I'm doing this. So I, I very much want to. Frank is the reason we're here, so I want to give Frank the last word. Fuck what, Frank, it's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, <laughs> I, um, what do, what do you got to say, man? What do you want to close on? Uh you know, the biggest thing, like we started on our last one was, you know, there's obviously a lot of passion that floats around the room and that's always still been a really big, you know, uh, attribute about what we've tried to spill our guts with out here. And, um, as I said before, man, if, if there's something you super like, you're really into, doesn't matter what it is. If you might have people around you that, you know, think it's dumb or, you know, not, not what you should be doing. If you truly enjoy what you do doing it, like, don't let anything hold you back. Don't let anybody hold you back. You got people around you that will care, you know. That's it's kind of our big thing. That's a that's a great fucking closing message, man. Tommy, thank you so much for making the trip and coming yeah, to, and, and coming to the visit. Frank, dude, always a pleasure. Yeah, many more. Yeah, I, I'm I'm honored. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, man, not a problem. Hopefully, we do it again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you to anybody who happened to take the time to listen. Um, and uh, yeah, see you later, guys. Much love. Bye.